We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best you can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the human kind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shine like cut, come out to play. <laughs> all my friends don't go fishing. Good morning and welcome to the 4K 1G Fishing Show on what is going to be a little bit of a windy weekend after a Thursday and Friday that was flat as a proverbial hat. Mm. Morning, Marty. Understatement, I do believe. A little bit windy. Oh, it's going to be 20 to 30 knots tomorrow. I'm staying at the casino at the moment and I opened up the... uh, the Bludged some stuff off your mum and dad, have you? Thanks, Mum and Dad. Yeah. Uh, and uh, slid the curtains open because we're overlooking the, the island view and um, it's nasty already. The old boat ramp is a little bit lonely this morning. 
Well, I went over to the island on Thursday and oh. the boat ramp was packed. And so it should have been. I had to – and I – I actually hate it uh, driving to work when I, when I do my tully run and everything, and uh, because as you know, it was like a three knot morning, and uh, yeah. driving through the Carbol Esplanade and trying not to look right towards Gould Island and Hectate. Oh Lord, it was incredible. As you look, always look out. There, Absolutely you know, incredible. Good, it would have been glass. It was out here. Yeah, and I think to myself, how good's this coffee cart guy got it? He parks right there in that little park where the main, where the public toilets are and everything. Gets yes. that view, makes a little bit of a mozza just quietly. While I was there and grabbed my coffee, there was about nine other nomad couples pulling in, all at seven bucks a hit each. Yes, and I'm like, this is good. He lives a few doors down from Chatter. Yeah, Chatter's coffee house. wasn't as just, good, but he yeah. was doing very well. Oh, she. Yes, on that day? she. It, it, they've been there for a long time. Remember the pie man that used to be there? Yeah, isn't he there. not? Is he still yeah, I there? Think he's still there. Oh, maybe pies. a weekend run because I never see him yeah, through the week. The pie man used to be there all the time. It used to be a nice call in. I hear little rumours, and I really, really hope it's true that um, there is going to be some sort of uh, dredging of the of the marina and out the front again. Uh, that's been going on for the last two and a half years. I know it's got, got the rumblings money. have got a little bit stronger. You've got to get money for it. There's nothing, yeah. There's nothing I thought at one stage a few years ago Clive was going to put his finger in the pie. No, no, right. There's no money for it. We'll be talking about dredging it in another four or five years. Yeah, guarantee. What a shame! Is so sad. It is. It's such a, a beautiful uh, place to put your boat in when the tide's up, mm. and a beautiful area to shoot out to missionary and gould and i don't know what went wrong or what politics were involved or, or what bad decisions were made but like only 10 years ago i remember having uh dinner on the restaurant right on the yeah. water there and and staying in all them bungalows and we had the best time it was beautiful and it was mint and the marina had plenty of water and you can launch on any tide and all of a sudden Someone who, it's the who was obviously, pull-pole. yeah, yeah, whoever was looking after it had passed away or gone, well, you know no, what, this is too hard. Or... And no one, the council won't look after the roads or the infrastructure in there because it's not theirs because it's, there's just. It's messy. You know? But they have been doing some stuff in there. The, the swimming pool's just uh, sitting there. The and the tennis court's, court's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like somewhere so there should be a horror movie. I do movie. know, though, when you um, are heading to the boat ramp, when you get in there, they've actually fixed all the big holes. I um, don't know. Used to try and get yep. around to get to it. So. If I had a bit of spare money, I'd be buying up there. Them big, beautiful they're still properties. They're a good dollar in there. Yeah, not really. They have dropped so much in price. Yeah, but, but they're still worth a few bucks. Once that someone fixes it up and goes, you know what, there's money to be made here. I don't know who I think it would be a great investment. Because if you look, you talk about the dredging of it, Mm. not only do you have to do the boat ramp and almost all the way out to the mouth of the the boat ramp, um, but there's also where all the boats moor up. If you want that working like it's supposed to, you've got to dredge all that out as well. I thought that time, and it was just pure, that man who uh, he should be thanking the man upstairs uh, and praying for the rest of his life. But the, the poor gentleman that was um, lost his leg to the shark um, out front oh, there yes. on one of the islands. Well, the only reason his life was saved was because there was enough water for the boat to get in and out and get him to the ambulance. Like if they had to wait for a chopper exercise and transfer and all that sort of stuff, I mean, there's a lot of blood loss there. Yeah. And I thought, well, someone's going to look at it and go, 
there was two hours either way there that we would have lost this guy or because there's not enough water, it's not a 24-7 ramp. No. Water-wise. No. But it didn't happen. No. You need a 1.6 now. Uh, I think a little bit more for mine, Gaz. Little little boats. 1.6 will squeeze in and out. For yours? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably a reef boat. But it's got to be – I know so many mates of mine who used to purposely go to Carbo because it was the best end to go to. Yes. Especially if you wanted to fish missionary and so forth. And with that, they would buy their drinks from the servos. They would probably fuel up. They would um, get their coffee from – all sorts of stuff. They're bringing a lot of money into that little yeah. town. And now – they stop short. Why? Why? Why would you? You know, because it's just. Well, you've got to time your tides. You're dictated you. as yeah. to yeah. It's like going to cattle or something like that. There's only certain times that you can launch and retrieve, and and if something goes wrong, that's it. Yeah, you. Can. I suppose that's the same with many many systems. Yeah. So you can't have that sort of negative yeah, view on it. Yeah. If you were in fishers, you can't get out. You need 1.2 roughly around fishers. Yeah. So. So yeah. yeah, it's it's a hard one, but it is. Dunjo's uh, pretty good at the moment. I, fo- I feel Dunjo's very good at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. But see, it gets a water flow. Cardwell doesn't get a flow. Yeah. So when that silt goes in there, that's yeah. Uh, that's it. It can't go anywhere. And you will disappear in that mud. Oh, it's horrible. Oh. Yeah. So don't so get it, out there. It was a design flaw, I believe. Um, not that I'm a, just not enough dredged out to start with. No, it was. It would always silt up mm. because of there's no flow. Yeah. There's nothing to flow. Um, Morrissey's has got a flow. Horton, the ramp at the Horton goes the same way because it doesn't get a flow either. Right. Um, and not out the front of the ramp, but you get to the Horton on a really low, low tide, uh-huh. and those wings prevent the, the water and from getting the silt away. Right. So if you get to the Horton on a really low, low tide, there's a pile of silt all built up. Is it? Is that a forward? Have we got a phone? No, they hung up. I was just about it's, to take it. But. Is that a um, four-wheel drive access only? Where's in and it? out on the on the low tide at the Horton? No, no, no. No, you can still do you it can with still a do it in a two-wheel drive. But no. your boat gets a bit still funny. make me nervous because you slide in a little bit on mud. See, be different for me because I suppose I'd just have to winch it up. Yeah. But um, I sink a fair bit of my yeah, trailer. Yeah, if you were to put on a really low tide at the Horton, if you were to put your trailer in, you'd have mud all over it but well that, not, that it, won't worry me as much is like um is like cardwell um the ramps are really good they don't get oh, a lot of great. silt on it and there's a bit of a hole there along the pontoon but it's just that little bit out about 20 meters for about oh, 60 or 70 meters then a bit then more now right. i think as a pardon bit more now yeah, it's, it's still um still horrible to to try and maneuver in and out of so yeah well put it this way there were some pretty major fishing tournaments that you and I fished out of there. Yeah, there, there was billfish. And the main reason they were canned was because of the boat ramp. Couldn't get in and out. Yeah, it's horrible. Couldn't pick the tides. So with 120 anglers buying a whole lot of alcohol and food and this oh, and that and fuel and everything, it's big lots of missed out. And that's just a, a minuscule. Yeah, it was good. There's a lot more to the pie than that. Some fun in the oh, Marabash out of Carver. I love Carver. I reckon it's, it's nice. a cracker of a yeah, place. Yeah, I like it. It's beautiful. <laughs> It'd be but, a, much but better. It, but the ramp, and it, and it will cost so much money, millions and millions of dollars to dredge that out. And where they put the spoil hmm. um, is another question because they're not allowed to just dump it out the sea. Hmm. They've got to find somewhere to, to dump it. So, now, I see you are sporting a new tattoo. Am I? Yeah, brim bitch. Oh, Very nice. Yeah, I know. I, I Someone won the brim. Walked away with some good prizes too. Hey, 
Who cares? I know. Well, Who cares? Barabash last week. <coughs> I know I've got a little bit of, of chat about the Barabash. Um, not just the fishing and the guys and the girls and the kids that fished. It was really, really cool. Hmm. Um, but what happened to me, um, fishing, and, and um, it's a little wake-up call for me Ooh. Um, to, to do stuff. And we spoke about it before. Um, we spoke about now we're running two sounders and 360s and all that type of thing. Right. Mine's all hooked up to my crank battery. So normally, normally I put a charge charger on it and let it sit there. Okay. Um, but I haven't for a couple of weeks. And then we're fishing on Friday right up the, up the channel, Benjo Flats. And I start, switch the boat off, jump on the electric motor, throw a few lures, leave the sounders and GPS going, then start the motor and, and my screen goes off on my sounder. There's a red flag, first one. Yep, and I went, ugh. Did the motor kick over easily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No room. But it was still a low voltage. That's the first key to your battery. If you run your sounders off your battery, that's the first ticker that your battery's not full charge. Just when you turn it and your screens either go off and come back on mm. or a little line comes through or even the low voltage comes on in the yep. end. Um, so, and I don't know if that's doing your units any favours. No. So anyway, um, by the end of the day, mm. was, we were over by, uh, up just up from, um, <coughs> where were we? Angel Wings area, just down from Angel Wings yeah. along the side there, and we were luring along, and then I went. Painted rocks. Bird poo. Perco. Damn right they Perco's are. Perco's listening. Damn right it's bird poo. No, it's painted Perco, reckons. Marty, where do you get that bird poo from? It's, um, even, anyway, the, it's even on Google. It's on the net. There, Perco. Bird Google poo it. rock. Um, so when you turn the key, um, if your screen goes off and comes back on, your battery's <coughs> not fully charged. So... I was living with that while we were fishing, and then our last spot we fished, I went... Uh-oh. Yeah. No, there's something else going on there. No, no. No, no, it's the you should, battery. Uh, but weren't you running around? Yeah. Your, your, your alternator should be they're, charging they're your battery. not enough. You don't, what units are you running? How many off it? I've got my 9 and my 12, two. Shouldn't have made... You don't, you I don't, run two 12s. And I'm not being facetious. Yeah, but yours is a 200 and yeah. 150 horsepower or something. Yeah, okay, fair and enough. And you scream around at 80 kilometres an hour. <laughs> yeah, okay. I wasn't doing the miles to put the charge back into it. Yeah, I right. I was only going a mile, two miles. Are you? Yeah. So, so in the end, I just grabbed my electric battery out off my electric, hooked it up, and we got home all right. But the telltale was um, the screen. Mm. So what I... what I'll Which do we don't practice. It's not a good no. practice cranking your motor off a deep cycle. No. But to get you home... Got me home. Of course so. you're going to do it. So, uh, so yeah, that was, um, that was one thing I did. So, But I normally charge it before I go. I've normally got the charger sitting on it at home. Hmm. And then that's more than enough for do two you, days. Do you turn your isolator off? Yes. Yep. I turn, I've got isolator on my battery, <coughs> my crank battery, and I've got isolator on my Minn Kota. So when my I'm boat, charging, boom, off they all go. My boat does a really strange thing. Like if I'm – and it's not a laziness thing. It's because I completely forget. But if I leave my isolator on, and let's say I don't go fishing for a long period of time, which yeah. is pretty rare, when the battery starts getting really low, it turns the stereo on. And when the stereo comes on, it comes on full ball. 
Really? It's true story. It is weird. And that can happen at four o'clock in the morning or midday. Wow. It doesn't matter. And you and then the, and when it's parked in the shed, everything echoes in there and it's bloody loud. Yeah. What you, what you've also got to um, remember <coughs> is um, if you've got a sounder or your radio or anything directly wired to your crank battery hmm. and doesn't go through a cutoff switch or anything, um, that will draw power out of your battery just sitting in your shed. Well... It's the sounder sitting on it or the radio, so... It's funny you say that because I'm going to have to think about what I'm going to do because my 16 Apex yep. arrives this week and it's um, that's a whole lot of sounder. And apparently they draw a heap of amp. So yep. I'm going to have to have a standalone battery for that thing. You probably will. Yeah. But you might have to be talk to Big Paul at ALEC and just see what he recommends how to keep charge going through it or it, i won't be able won't to be able it's going to have to be separately charged every time i go to use it yeah so it's um it was an interesting thing the battery but i've got to come and see you uh, because normally i've got one of those little jump kit yeah know, yeah lithium starter jump kits i've yeah. normally got one but my thunder one is probably five years old now and he's dead yeah it, look it's um they're a really, really handy thing to have on board. Yes, and I, I'm going to get another one. <clears throat> well, Projector does a really good one now. Does it? Yeah, and pricing is really, really good on them. And um, look, if, you, if you're in the middle of Hinchinbrook and there's a lot of down areas where you can't get phone reception or if, if yeah. you've got complete dead battery and you can't use your, your UHF or anything, VHF, um, they can save you oh, a it lot of heartache having to change a battery over in in the middle of the channel which is no biggie to get you back it is for me it um, is a nightmare where my batteries are every time i've got to put a new cranking battery in yeah i dread it all oh, right because yeah. you've got to become a distortionist it just, it's so hard to get into it yeah so i'll uh, i'll probably see you and grab one of them i used to have a thunder one that i got off you guys and they were a really really good but one it, yeah it's died now the lithium's got a big Bow in like a yeah, bubble. Pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, she's, but uh, so you know they still do their job. No, I've tried it. Oh, you have tried it. Yeah, okay. It's, it's yeah. Okay. Yeah, it uh, it saved me at uh, Morrissey's once, right up Big Solly fishing with shares. I like, yeah, and then I hooked her up and away we went. So yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, so when that happened to me the other day, I went. Well, for my money, it's only got to save you once. Yes. <laughs> and it's worth the money. Yeah. When they first come out, like PlayStations, they were stupid. Yeah. $700, $800 and yes. whatever. Um, whereas now you can pick up, like Kings, if you if you wanted to risk, you can pick one up for like $90. Yeah. Um, but if you wanted to go a better quality one, yeah, around that 200 to 170 200 mark. And that, they are really, really good. I re They're a necessity in the boat. And I've always thought that, but... Mm. There's something that I've you never really ever take slack, out. No. You don't need to. You I've don't want to. Really slack, and then I needed it the other day. Yeah. And but that was just me not charging my battery before I left, and not having the my little jump start that I normally yeah. have. So yeah, it was just the first. Uh, many times I've been fishing mm. and started the motor, and my screens go off, or they put a little black line. And annoys the, the crap out of you. Yes. But that's your battery really getting starting to get low. So. And being on the sounder sites, that question comes up daily. 
I can't understand. You just scroll through and you'll see a thousand or search in the sites and so forth. And um, I don't know why people get upset when people ask a question. Oh, this has been answered a thousand times. So answer it again. It's it's no Someone skin off anyone's yeah. nose. No, but you get the smarty pants on. Oh, lots and lots and lots. You can't ask a question without some Sarcasm. smarty pants saying something. And I'd, like if I'm trying to sell something and I put and, and, and 12 of your mates get on there and go, Oh, half pack of Winnie Blues and a dim sim. Yeah. For it, I'll trade you. And I'm like, it's it's that's a pretty well done that thing now. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe try something yeah, well, new this day. If you put it on a table and someone says, <coughs> "How much for the table?" I'm not selling the table. <laughs> so, yeah. Lesson learned for me with the battery. Wait up, uh, our, our mate Reese here. Let me have a look. Yeah. Uh, standalone 12 volt lithium run both sounders directly connected with oversized cables has been the solution I ran with crank is just crank only get two days from 100 amp hour lithium and only 12 kgs so they're light as a feather yeah 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 but that's a perfect world and and you've got to have the coin yeah, like well, I chewed all my coin up. And the, the kids don't want to have five lithium batteries in the boat. No, but... They just want to go <coughs> for a fish, so... But, yeah, but it's a lot more serious for us. Yeah, a bit serious for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, look, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to run it off a, a standalone, which means I'm going to... That's stuff you've got to think about. I'm going to have to get another battery. Yes. I'm going to have to get the housing to sit the battery on, find somewhere to put it. Yes. Ugh. It's just on and on. It's never ending for technology. No. But once it's done, it's done. You should have just got a... Uh, you should just be quiet. Piranha. You should just be quiet. Just stuck on the nose of your boat. Would have sold everything. Brim. Let's go to a song and an bitch. ad break, and when we come back, I'll tell everyone how to catch Brim. <laughs> oh, you're pathetic. <laughs> Why? It was fun, mate. Bloody oath. And you got some good prizes? I got some nice prizes out of that. We'll have a little chat when I get back. Good on you, Gaz. It was, it was just so... Um, when I said fly the fl fishing show flag... Doesn't matter, mate. I was up there flying the flag. Oh, yeah, you are climbing the pole. That's what yeah, you're doing. mate, I had the microphone and no one was safe. <laughs> Not a soul. Grab a winter bag it up, pulling a string on a nine point. 
when my baby wants to roll with me Throws her boots on, climbs in a tree Tucking her hair in my hat and she's ready to go To keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef, and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pond in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackleworld Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See it now. 
station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show on a bit of a blowy morning. What I was going to do, Marty, was find my phone. Huh? And just see what the weather is doing out there at the moment. Yeah. Well, you um, sat there the whole ad break, did nothing. I made a coffee. And now thank you're grabbing you. the phone. I made a coffee, thank you. All right. I'll make you one later and I'll stir it as hard as I like. Well, every time you make a coffee, it's fantastic because I don't have to sleep for three weeks. I know. They're pretty good, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Righto. Weather today is not uh, meant to be all that good. Um, uh, just a little bit who's on the show today. We have uh, Tim on today from the Port of Townsville at 8 o'clock. Beautiful. Um, there's some, as we know, over the last couple of years, there's been some major works going on with the new rock wall and the dredging. Yes. And the dredging is actually moving almost to the entrance to the harbour. So we're going to have to be really careful. Well, the um, barrows were shut down before then, let alone now. They're still out there, but that's going to um, affect things. Yes, so, so uh, 19 knots east southeasterly in Cleveland Bay. Yucky. That's uh, very windy for this time of the morning. Yes, Davies Reef, 19 knots, and the good old Yongala, 18 knots. So yucky, yucky out there. Yeah. Hey, while we've got an opportunity, we should talk about um, some of the prizes we got. And through the week, um, had a, um, one of our listeners, Darwin uh, Russell, bite me lures. And um, he said uh, uh, his mate got in contact with us and said, um, love the show, got a couple of packets of plastics um, that we want to give away and these bite me lures, they're pretty snazzy things. So we might give a packet away today. Yeah, mate, we'll give them away in a bag there. That'll be yep, awesome. Definitely. And uh, I've got Russell's number, the maker, apparently very well-known gentleman in, in Northern Territory we'll give him a and ring. respected. So we'll give him a call. Probably not this week. It seems a bit crowded this week. So we might oh, give him... Get him next week if you Yeah, like. yep, yep. Give him a call next week and have a talk about all um, his lures. Bite me. And they're... Uh, they're a fantastic-looking design and good finish. What else are we giving away today? Uh, mate, we have an awesome prize today, fresh from the Barra Bash last week. Yeah. We've got an engraved limited-edition Barra Bash Yeti coffee mug. I Took reckon a bit to spit that out, Gaz. $1,050 they're worth. Ooh, it is worth quite a lot, They're and there's nothing bit. better it's, than a Yeti mug. It's a full-on Yeti coffee mug. mug, and it's engraved with the Barabash, and so thanks, Stav and the gang, for that to give away. Yeah. And in that is also a Mako hat Yes, um, from the gang at Mako. And Mate, that's a $100 pack. Yeah, and our $50 Cleveland Bay seafood voucher, thanks to Gordo. Thank you, Gordo. At Cleveland Bay. So Brilliant. Um, you were saying about the gang in Darwin. Oh, and Kevin, I do have that lure um, for you, so Gaz is going to leave that at Tackle World for you this morning, mate. You'll never win again. No, you won't. You all good, Kev. Um, so all good that the gang of Bite Me Lures tune in in Darwin, but also um, the East Kimberley Charters hmm. over in the Kimberleys that Cunanara tune into us with the clients. They on the podcast. Beautiful boys. If you're listening, Gaz and I need a bit of a uh, trip in the order. We'll promote you for three weeks straight. 
Yeah, not in the old beautiful river to fish. <clears throat> oh, it's probably one of the. The, the, the videos I've watched of the old river is just incredible. And oof, isn't that croc town? Oh, it is there. And I actually have caught some nice barras at the bottom of the wall, the diversion wall mm-hmm. in Kalanara, just lobbing the old blue fox. Remember the old blue fox? I do fox remember plastics? the blue fox. You should uh, cue the song Glory Days for that when you talk about catching barragas. The old, well, I, <coughs> I couldn't catch them up at uh, Hinchinbrook for love nor money, to be truthful. I hooked one in two days. I love your honesty, Gary. I don't care, mate. People love You make me proud. Do you know how many people ask me about my rat barras up at the comp? Do you know? The boys from Mackay and everywhere. It was so much fun. How much I'm going to struggle. I'm going to be so torn when when you catch a legal. I don't know if I want to hug you or I don't know if I want to drop to my knees in disappointment because I've had two years of taking the piss out of you and loving it. No, I made absolutely loving it. I thrive, I love it. And and like I said, a heap of the lads. <laughs> see, the, see, now I know you're lying. At the Barabash, enjoyed um, hanging it on me as well about, are you going to catch illegally this week? I said, oh, probably not. It's not my thing. This is your year. Well, it's it, your it year. doesn't bother me, mate. Over the many years I've caught. Reese, are you listening? Can you throw me, mate, in the boat? Take him out. Take him over to the Cape. Get no, him some mungies. All good. Doesn't I? I enjoy how I fish and what I catch. And you know the funny. Hey, did you? I you caught Sweet it. FA and ended up with a great trophy, which I, I would have been proud of. The trophy, the the brim from fibre finish. What um what Chris did for everyone was really good. But yeah. not only that is I ended up with a um Samaki tackle box full of vibes and prawns. That's awesome. I ended up with a limited edition Yeti. Yeah. And I got a St. Croix spin rod. And the memories, man. Yes. Yep. And you know the funny thing about it? Um, there's a guy, Kyle Cope. And a lovely St. Croix. Sorry beautiful. to, sorry to oh, cut mate, in. It's a, it's a beautiful rod. Yeah, yeah. It's a Bass X, I think they call Gorgeous. it. Gorgeous. It's beautiful. And um, it's quite funny because I had the microphone on Thursday night, as mm. I do. And um, I hung it a little bit on Kyle Coburn. Would he happen to be last year's Brim champion? Yes, he was. Right. But I hadn't won it by then. No. So I hung it on him about him catching it on a Berkeley gulp shrimp and said that's bait fishing, which it's not because we love our Berkeley gulps. So there's me on... Oh, nice cover-up, Gaz. There's me hanging it... (laughs) There's me hanging it on Kyle, or Cockburn as I called him... Yes. um, ...for catching this Brim on a Berkeley gulp and it was attuned to bait fishing, you should be ashamed of yourself. So off I went to the rocks at the bluff on the first morning, cast my Berkeley golf. First in. cast too. Bang. Guess what I caught? A brim. Using a Berkeley gulp, and I won the brim champion. Hey, a 30-centimetre little slob. He was good, mate. He'd, he'd annihilated this thing. But it was good, mate. It, we all had a good laugh. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yes. If someone said before the tournament, Gaz, you're going to get... Five legal barras, but not placed in the top ten. Or you catch no barras, but you get a brim and win a trophy. Oh, what are you taking? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. It's a good question, Marty. Um, mate, you know me. I It doesn't bother me. It, I, nah. it, it, my little barras and stuff makes good chat for us. Oh, great it chat. It makes great 
hang on for people who see me yep. and hang crap on me. Um, well, don't catch a barrow for another month or so, Legal, because I've got shirts and plaques and, and tea towels and everything coming. Coming, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, mate. It's it's. I'm I'm realistic enough to know now that I can I go to like the Barra Bash or the Ingham Rod and Reel Comp, and the guys that and girls that fish there are just so good. Mm. Um, like the, everyone has their off day though, and do. and every average fisherman has their golden day, mate. <laughs> they do. Like the prices that won it, um, Richard and Pete and Jake Mitchell, um, average seventy centimeters. Yeah, that's. Crazy. In saying that, there was 90s there and 80s, which make the 60s and 50s. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. And it's no secret, okay, that um, the last few years out of the the Barabash... Yes. ...with the Hinchinbrook comp, the the champion teams haven't won in Hinchinbrook. They've all gone away. Yes. Right, so whether you're talking tailors, cattle, and I'm not being a hypocrite here because two years ago I jumped in my boat and I went to cattle, cattle yeah, and it failed. Yeah, it failed for me, but it might not have. And I was talking to someone through the week, and I can really strongly see their side of it now. And they said the the Ingham Rod and Reel is very very popular because you can't you go can't to there's boundaries. Yes, you can't go to cattle, can't go here, you can't go there. Bang, that's it. Everyone's in the same waters. But you, and the thing is, is is like if you go somewhere like the Tully or Taylors or Orient or Palm or Cattle, they're not as hard fished. So when it's on, your chances are greatly, yeah. greatly increased. Yeah. Yeah. What would you like to see? Be honest. Mate, I've always been an advocate to keep it in the channel. Right. Missionary Bay. And it, it, quite a few years ago, I was very vocal about that with okay. Ingham Rod and Reel. Um, and, and that's when they first changed to Missionary um, back in the day, so it's probably twelve or thirteen years ago when they yeah. just dumped it on everyone and said, "Oh, we, you can go to missionary now." Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. I've got a twenty horsepower. You're right. You've got a sixty. And and this here's here's okay. here's something from the Barabash. Sure. Um, there was pr- quite a few boats um, that haven't got a boat that does sixty mile an hour. Hmm. There was one guy. There's some guys there in a forty horsepower tiller steer. First day, when you have to leave at seven and everyone leaves at seven, mm. they fished the close areas because that's what they could do. So they, I think they might have got one barra on the first day. Mm. Second day, you can leave whenever you like. For sure. So if you want to get up at one o'clock in the morning and fish cans in your boat, go for your off life. you go. you still got to leave. So what they did, they left two hours early and went all the way to the Cardwell Flats and up that neck of the woods and caught six barras. Yes. And there was three or four boats that did that. And yep. you can do And you that. know what? Good for them because yes. you're allowed to. Yes. But the first day, by the time they would have got up there against a boat that does 60 mile an hour, this water's gone. They haven't got a chance to fish it. Mm. So it, it's, a, it's a saying, can you go to Cattle or can you go to Tully or can you go here? Yeah, you can. The only thing is it's like... The the weather that you guys had, yeah, which is worth thinking about here, took a lot of boats out of the picture to go fish outside creeks. Oh yeah, but then an incredible fisherman, they deserve to win prices. Oh, they right, fished. a lot they, of they a lot of the they've guys got fished. a big tub and they just stormed through and went to an outside system. But it, it just showed that um, if you got to the if you were able to get to the areas at the right time, but that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you, yeah. 
But you couldn't on the first day. You can't do that. Because well, yeah, you have that, to but leave they at did. Seven. No, no, the the guys with the forty horsepower. Of course, yeah, yeah. They've got no hope of getting there before, but and they got up there and there was. So, but is it a dis? Of course, it's a disadvantage. It's a disadvantage, but but, but we. Don't. I don't think it's that big a disadvantage if it's a Hinchinbrook comp. If you've got boundaries, because when when Dunjo or the Northern End on its day. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. incredible fishing yes. and without fish missionary. There's guys there that can find heaps of fish in. Oh, Dunjo, most so. definitely. So everyone's in the same boat there. But then, you know, you chuck someone. Like I went to cattle three weeks ago and we got 15 in an hour and a half. Yeah. And it was incredible. And out of that, a stack of legals. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm just but in saying that, um, Patrick and Daniel from Cairns that I was chatting to in the Herbert, hmm. they spent the first day in the Herbert and got six. That's so, what, yeah, so for sure. It's horses for courses. If you, uh, but the, the maths doesn't lie, and a, a lot of this tournament's been won from outside the Hinchin Rule. Oh, mate, I know quite a few boats that went south. Yeah, um, it was horrible, but still they still got to be still got to be out of fish. Yeah, and you still got to find them. So, so I, no, I, I kind of like I like the fact that Ingham Rod and Reel is a is a closed boundary. Yeah. One of the things that, that raised its head also, especially with the way the wind was, hmm. was if you went to, say, cattle and you break down out in the ocean, who's who's going to come and get you in the middle of the night when yeah. we realise you're not back? Yeah, yeah that's a good yet, point. So. But the only person who's getting them, I'm not sure if you mentioned it or Joe or someone mentioned it, Paulie's got to go at 11 yeah. o'clock at night and go and get yeah. them. So yeah. that's something to think about. Hence why I think Reese might have mentioned it, and it's a really, really valid point. It's a good there was point, some, mate. There's a lot of good points come up because, but, and you should say that regardless of where you are, the comp time finishes at five o'clock on the Friday and Saturday or whatever it is. You don't have to be back at the ramp like the good old no, days no, at five at o'clock. That time. So you can fish, you can cast at ten seconds to five o'clock, and then start heading well, home because you now. Don't have to hand your scorecards in. It's all done by app. And I like that. Yeah. I think that's the, the app makes me nervous yes, because that's not a here's proven. A, here's a scenario that got talked about after the comp. You go to you go to cattle. Yeah. Marty goes all the way down to cattle. Yeah. Um, you don't you finish fi, finish your fishing at five thirty, which is the finish time. You don't come back that night. No one won't know. You stay in cattle all night. You're not fishing, but you're staying there. There's nothing to ch check you off that you've come back. Someone might say, okay. oh, anyone see Marty? Oh, I think he's in his room asleep. So next morning, you're already there. No one knows any. You might have left at 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock. So Somehow, what you're saying is if something went wrong... Yeah, some something you've got to do is uh, like a checklist or something because people are going so far in their boats like a tick and flick or something when that you, you that you're back something like that i don't know how you do it but yeah fair but enough someone could stay in cattle overnight and and, and with that comp legally you can no technically you're supposed to be back but there's nothing to know that you are back so what i do like about the barabash is i like their scoring system their scoring system's really really cool i hate the fact that you could have caught that big jack and been beaten by two 35-centimetre well, jacks? I well, I could, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I like the biggest. That's yes. it. Job done. 
Well, I, I did. Yeah, I would have won. If I caught my jack in the Barabash, I, yep. I won the biggest jack as well. But at Ingham Rod and Reel, I got beat by 230. Yeah. Five centimetre but, jacks. But that, and the, the other thing it does is, is if you've got one fish and you're chasing the biggest fish, you catch a, you catch a 50, you beauty. That's it. And then your next three fish are 48. You don't have to waste time taking photos, measuring, doing this, well, doing we, that. You just unhook, yeah. gone. See you later. Well, we thanks. didn't. A, a lot of the a lot of the teams take a, because it's a photo app and you submit that. What we were doing was say we got a forty five centimetre cod. Huh. I went to the app and went forty eight's the biggest. Gone. Okay, don't worry about it. We got finger mark. What's the biggest finger mark? Forty six. Oh, ours is only thirty seven. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. So we didn't waste. I hate the app. Yeah, we didn't waste time taking a heap of photos. Yeah. But the app is for the barrows. It doesn't because you just get barrows and barrows and barrows. Whereas your normal species, we were looking at the biggest and went, no, nah, ours isn't big enough. Throw it back because you don't get any extra points. Yeah. For getting a cod or a brim or a, a jack. Like we got. Do people hold their fish? Secret squirrel it. Put it in the live one? Well, uh, no, no. What you can do with the app is be in the offline mode. So you don't have to... If you haven't got reception, you don't have to submit that. Or I would submit. think that would be something the likes of oh, Reesey and Millards and all that would do. Squirrelers, but, yeah, yeah. But we... Well, you don't want your closest competitor to push even harder. To take no. risks to get bigger fish when they're looking at your score and go, you know what, we need an 80. Let's leave this drain and let's go and <laughs> throw it hectate for like an hour. The second day is secret squirrel, no scores go up. First day, um, scores go up. Mm. Um, so after the first hour and a half, two hours, I looked at it and there was 60 odd barrows and we haven't even seen one. Yeah. I went, oh, there's already 60 caught. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't bother me, mate. I'm a realist now to know that um, if I win that, it's because I've fluked a really good spot that's got a hot bite. Yeah, I, I, fair let's enough. Let's face it, it that's what will happen. The guys are so good. Um, I hung it on them for quite a bit. Go and take a call. About um, their technology and stuff like that. So, Morning fishing show. Good morning, guys. It's Jose. Oh, hey, Jose. How are you going? Good. Congratulations, Gary. Oh, brim champion, mate. A um, couple of points for Marty. On um, One on last week's show. Yeah. Didn't get through last week. Okay. You, ch you talk about chasing big grunter. Yes. Um, my favourite technique was uh, three or four ganged hooks, a pilchard, about yeah. a metre uh, leader, mm -hmm. a swivel. And a ball sinker. Yeah. And what what I used to do is put the pilchard over the side, feed it out by hand and let it go back 20 or 30 metres or however far I wanted to go back and then drop the ball sinker over. Ah. On a run out tide or the tide running in, uh, the sinker will hold but it'll eventually catch up with the swivel. Yes. But in the meantime, it's the bait will swim around with the t water. Ah, very clever. I could see that work in a treat. But, um, that was my secret. That's and you're like me too. You like a big bait for grunners. I don't mess around with a small yeah, piece of bait. Full pelted, full pelted, mate. Yep. Full yep. Pelted. You're a fan of the grunter? Sorry? Are you a fan of the grunter? I love them. Um, One of my favourites. 
better better eaten than barramundi. Yeah, they are. They are. Yep. And they do everything right. They, You know what I found the other week when we caught them last lot? A lot of them were coming to the surface, and it was really cool because it was like mint conditions. It was um, a, a mill pond. And um, these grunners, which were good size, were coming to the surface, and we were fighting them almost like, Queenfish or Spaniards, you could see yep. the whole fight 30 metres yep. away from the boat and them head shakes, and they go really hard, them them fish. I love them. Just, just brilliant. Well, I used to fish the mouth of Cocoa a lot. That used to be my favourite yes. uh, fishing spot when I had the boat and was going fishing. But, mm. uh, a lot of it by myself, but yeah, I thought they were the better of the fish. The mm. only thing I'd rate higher than a, um, a grunter is mangrove jack. Yes. Or if I'm back down home in, in southern cold waters, a, a, a nice snapper. But, Yum. Yeah. I've never tried and snapper. Yeah. Never. Uh, so Very similar to mangrove jack. It's got a pink flesh. Um, it depends how you cook it. Cook, um, well, we cook to lots of different ways, but I just like it in the frying pan and, and turn it over, take it out and eat it. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I can hear your cockatoos in the background. Haven't you fed them this morning? <laughs> Corellas, they come to get water, mate, because there's not much water lying around at the moment. Right, I know, um, fair enough. Aren't they a beautiful bird? Yes, they are. Um, the other point, Marty, is, yes. hey, give Gary some credit. Not everybody is an expert on catching um, barramundi. My no. first barramundi was so easy, I just caught it in a cast net, you know, <laughs> just like that. Threw a cast net out and end up with a 90-centimetre 90 barramundi. Simple. <laughs> Zeph, I, I, mate, I give him a lot. I've never known anyone that can catch 400 juvenile barras and not get one legal. I, I give him hey, mate, so much credit. I've got me meteries over the year, mate. I've, I've yeah, I had to travel 47,000 kilometres to find yeah, them, but he in, got them there, mate. I got them in the harbour, mate. They're like goldfish in a bowl. Give him, give him credit for being an expert at catching small ones. I will. I am giving him full credit. He's a legend, mate. He, he will. He will. Um, you watch when he hits his straps. He's going to absolutely smash it. <laughs> Good stuff, Jose. Do you want a number? Yes, please, mate. You are number seven, buddy. Number seven. I always thought I was number one, mate. Well, no, that was Joe this morning. <laughs> Beat you all. <laughs> okay, number seven. Good. Uh, yeah, Marty. Yep. That's. That's how I used to catch uh, my biggest grunters. Beautiful. Yeah, no, that's a great way of doing it. I like the sound of that. Drift it out and then drop that ball sinker and let it eventually catch yeah. up. So, no, you described that well. Yeah, not on the full run of the tide because then it just it just you know it just goes Circles. crazy. Yeah, but yeah, as the tide drops off or the tide runs in, either way, and people get surprised at the depth of water you will catch big grunter in. Oh, mate, you'll get them in that 40, 50 foot. You know, I haven't caught them in that depth of water, but I've certainly caught them in twenty five, thirty. So, uh. meters of water. No, no feet, feet. feet. Feet, feet. Yeah. I've caught them in at the mouth of Coco in probably two foot of water as the tide goes out or comes in at the front starts to run it. They're incredible. And before you go, I, I did mention to someone we always get caught up in uh, fishing mud and, and looking for shell and got to be a muddy bottom and this and that. Mate, the amount of times I've caught really big grunner over perfect clear water with crystal white yeah. sand is out of control that don't just get hooked up thinking you've got to find mud and grit well just just flat mud mate with nothing on it no grit on it usually at the mouths of rivers where the water runs hardest especially yeah. as it goes down if the mud bank comes out and squeezes it down there's usually nothing on the bottom yeah um 
be surprised. And even oh, yeah. even um, Fish and Coco uh, sitting in in there looking up the creek. I used to throw up onto the mud flats and then just slowly drag the bait back into the water and yeah, only fishing in twelve eighteen inches of water. Yeah, and it's an amazing animal, amazing fish. Yeah. I love them. Good on you, Jose. They're almost good enough to be called southern fish, mate. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> right, buddy. Good Enjoy you, your mate. weekend. Okay, you guys stay safe and good fishing, eh? Oh, Thanks, Jose. You too, mate. Thanks, Thanks mate. Bye. 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 Take care. Bye. Bye. There's Jose with his grunted tip- tips. Good tip. Yeah, good one. Um, I like that. Hey, before we keep going, yes. I put a post, and I was in two minds about it. I didn't want to argue with my mate, Carlos. He says, the biggest red freight I've ever seen. So I put that picture up. Yeah, I've seen that. It, it's not... It's, it's a look, long nose? It's a long nose. There's no whistle or buts. It's a, but it's not a crystal... I think because he's so big and whatever, he's lost that real... But he's still a long nose. But but um, Carlos was saying, no, we've identified... It, it was a, a good fish. It's a, it's a great fish. But you, know, you know what makes me laugh when you put stuff like that up? What? Someone's always caught one bigger. Oh, I got one this big. Oh, I got one. Mine's it was this big. But that's fishing. Oh, no, that's fishing. That's a good thing about it. Yeah, yeah, love yeah, it. Mine was this big. Oh, love it. Always. Yeah. I got a two-metre red said throw. That, mine I, was two and a half. I said to Carl, I said, mate, I'm putting, it, I'm putting it on our fishing show page because if it's a red throw, it's bloody huge. And I can see where he thought it was a red throw because it had them sort of dullish sort of markings, but just too grey Two, none of them nice bright fish, reds. Though. Oh, gorgeous Beautiful fish. fish. Gorgeous. And I don't size. know how tasty a long nose that size at 90 centimetres is going to taste. Now, the only reason I say that is because I caught a big one once. Not bigger than 90. No, that's big. But it was a bit of a boot. So, I don't know. Yeah, not sure. Nice no. fish, though. Oh, it's a lovely fish. Go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll chat to Tim Smith from the Port of Port Authority to see what's happening uh, down the front. There. I don't have to be nervous. All good. No, he's ringing up about you. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't caught you in three weeks. Where have no. you been? No, it's been too windy for you. Yeah, yeah, but I'm actually well behaved in there these days because I, I need to fly our yeah. our flag, and I don't want to. I don't want to um, get in trouble, wall, mate. Pardon? You're on the wall. I am on be the wall. Be on the lookout for this bin chicken boat. You should see the dartboard at the fisheries. A bit of Luke Coons. <laughs> it was black like his jacket. American spirit hanging out of his mouth. Just like our daddy. He kick-started that bike one night and broke mama's heart. He pointed that hill out west. Now we're the wild thing. Call me up every couple of weeks South California Talk about the desert and the Joshua tree This pretty girl
brother from the back of that plane The second I made it We started drinking on the strip in L.A. And then it got crazy Ended up at a house in the hills With some Hollywood stars Kissing on to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. 
Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate, introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show on this windy weekend. A lot of work's been happening around the port, as we know, over the last two years, and they're getting closer to uh, the dredging, the marina, the harbour entrance. And we've got Tim on the phone to have a chat and let us know what's going on. How are you, Tim? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Fantastic, mate. How are you today? You won't be fishing in this weather. No, I, I managed to sneak out during the week, but no, I'm um, tucked up at home, that's for sure. How good was... When did you go out on Thursday? No, I went Wednesday, so it wasn't as good as Thursday. I was actually at work Thursday, so just had oh, to watch it. That must be the worst <laughs> worst part about your job being down the port, is looking out over the water when it's so good. Absolutely. Um, we try and get out as much as we can out to, to the dredge and on the boats and things, but... Yep. No, I'm generally in the office just watching it and wishing I was somewhere else. Yeah, because Jess was telling me you are a bit of a keen fisho. A little bit, yes, when I can. Um, my young fellas are in my ribs all the time to get out, so we, we try and do it when we can. She said you were keen. She didn't say you were any good. No, I, I would never claim that. <laughs> no, mate, I'm only joking. <laughs> hey, mate, I've uh, been busy around the port for nearly two years now. What's uh, yep. There's a little bit of stuff happening closer in... Uh, coming up and we've got you on to let us know what's going on yeah um so we've been going since about march last year with yep. the um channel widening dredging um a couple of fast facts uh end of august we were about 2.4 million cubes um of dredge material lifted so about 75 percent of the way through yep um and so what we've got left now is sea channel which is sort of from the dog leg out um past the island and what we call the harbour entrance, which is from about Berth 11, the outer harbour there, yep. in towards um, the western and eastern rock walls. So Woomera is actually underway right now coming in. Um, she's, she is affected by weather, so with those winds coming up, she's going to come in, and so she'll be right in, right at that entrance um, on the western side of the channel. So yep. um, as boaties come out of our harbour, um, she'll be. She's not in the channel. She's off to the side of the channel. But yeah, off to the west there. Yep. Um, so we're still right in at the. Sorry, sorry, we're still allowed to head in and out there. Just got to be pretty careful going in and out. Absolutely. Yeah. No. We um, no no effect on port operations. So the big ships, but for the little little boats, um, what we've got is the hundred meter exclusion zone. So just just stay away from the active end of of the vessel. Um, the, the bit with the big uh, excavated digger on it. Yep. Um, and there are what they call cardinal marks. So they're black and yellow um, boys, which will be positioned, um, what is it, west, north and south. So Bodie's heading out, just stay outside of them. While she's a little bit further off, you'll be able to turn west straight out of the harbour um, once you've got, you've got enough water. But as she comes in at that point, you're best to stay in the channel get past her, um, get north of her before you start heading west. Yeah, because for those that uh, direction's fairly um, a bit askew, west is heading towards West Point, heading Not out that up. way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, yeah and, that's right. And the, and the dredge will be on that side of the channel anyway, on the the West Point side of it, the western side. So how long uh, yeah. how long approximately do you think it'll be there? I suppose with, wet, with the weather, when the weather drops out, um, it heads further out. 
That's right. Yeah, so she'll she'll go to Sea Channel um, whenever she can because it is so weather dependent. Yep. Um, we're, we're we're due to complete around April next year. So, you know, there's, there is a few months. There's probably three or four months on that western side there. Um, she's got to dig the dig the deepest amount there because it's so shallow. Yep. Um, so, but she's she's stationary. She doesn't move much. Um, the barges movement is probably the biggest thing there. Um, but yeah, I'd expect she'll be in there now until probably Christmas and then just heading out to Sea Channel when the um, opportunity arises. Yep. And then, then she'll shift across and she will actually do the eastern side. So behind Berth 11 there, the outer harbour there, she'll come yes. in and do that side there um, later on in the piece from about December onwards. Can they, uh, when they're out there, can they drop half a dozen really big rocks out there for me yeah. and Marty, please? <laughs> Yeah, we, we have we have thought about it. Um, <laughs> there's a few few rules against doing those sorts of things. Um, yes, and certainly all our materials coming to land that's government government requirements. So anything dredged up um, gets put in the barges and taken across to that new reclaim out um, sort of on the on the far side of the port yes. on the on the banks of the Ross River there. So yep. has there? I think will be it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it'll all go in there. Has there? There might probably nothing really, probably just silt and sand and and mud and clay. But is anything? Have they dredged up anything really weird? No, they, they pulled up a, an old anchor. Um, yep. And um, you know, a couple of little bits and pieces like that. I think um, there's a couple of small um, bits of rubbish more than anything. But yep. no, by and large, it's just been. Um, not a lot of sand, unfortunately. Uh, mostly clay, which is yep. good, and that and that's been really useful. So um, most of the material is trafficable. You know, we've been able to, in this drying weather, get it nice and hard, so the yep. the, the forty ton trucks can drive over the top of it. Um, but no, nothing real exciting come up so far. Just that anchor. Um, was that was that an old old anchor, like the old pirate ship t- style? It did look like an old pirate ship anchor, yes, but um, we don't know where it came from, actually. But, yeah, she's um, out on our on our reclaim, just sitting pretty, but um, we'll work out what we've got to do with it. Oh, it'd be a good one to drop at the museum or something and later and just have it there cause, it, and then try and find um, where it sort of came from or what sort of... I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, if they can work out some of the background, that, that might be an option, absolutely. Yeah. And how long, how long have we got left with dredging the whole project? So we're aiming for about April next year. Um, wet season dependent, obviously. Yep. If we get if we get a little bit of rain, that that slows things down. Um, yep. But that's that's the general um, target at the moment. Um, when they're in closer, while there is more to dredge, there it is a close run to get across to the reclaim. So it will be quicker in terms of the amount per day. Um, yep. But there is quite a lot to to choose through in that area there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll be looking probably April, and then they got a bit of stuff to do landside after that. So. Our project goes through to sort of towards the end of next year, um, but once the dredging's complete, we get the harbour master. We'll we'll do all the declarations for the channel, and then we should be away for um, getting those three hundred metre vessels in. And we've got some some of the bigger cruise ships lined up for late twenty four, early twenty five, and that's certainly our our target. That's the whole purpose of what we're doing. Yeah, it'll be amazing watching some of the bigger ships come in. Yeah, yeah, we've we've only been able to do it sort of. Um, by exception at the moment. So yep. once we can get those 300 metres in, you know, the, some of the bigger Navy ships as well, the US Navy ships, those sorts of things, there'd be no dramas, those guys coming in. Perfect. Now, mate, before you go, um, favourite. Yep. what's your favourite target species? What do you head out fishing for when you go for a fish? Oh, 
favourite one? Uh, for me, well, we caught a little cod the other day, um, and they're, they're one of the favourite ones to, to eat, that's for sure. Yes. Um, young fella loves the, the mangrove jack, the red brim, just the way they, they, they um, take the line. Um, yep. Very exciting. And we obviously we're always looking for the elusive barra. Um, that'd be our main main challenge. Um, we've only caught a little one so far, so we've got to christen the the, the boat with yeah. a decent one of those. Uh, per, Marty was just going to say you're it's same as me, mate. I'm, I'm on a drought on legal barras at the yeah. moment. <laughs> Plenty of rat barras, but uh, but legals are evading me at the moment. So yes. Yeah, well, hopefully with the weather starting to warm up, they might get a bit more active and we'll get amongst them. They, that you will, mate. Hey, mate, thanks so much for that. And everybody heading in and out of the harbour, look on the western side for the for the, um, for the the dredge um, and stay 100 metres away or, or as far away as you can um, while it's working there. Absolutely. And, and um, keep an eye on the Port of Townsville Facebook page. So we, yep. we post updates on there. They, they put one there yesterday about the woman coming in this morning. So... Um, anything of newsworthy, you know, particularly for um, general public, we'll put through the Facebook page there. Yeah, good stuff. The gang usually send it to our email address and we pop it up there on our page when it comes. So, mate, appreciate your time, Tim. Have a nice weekend. Perfect. You too. Thanks, mate. On you, mate. See you, buddy. Thanks, Tim. Bye. Bye, mate. There's you, Tim from Port of Port Townsville. Authority, Port of Townsville. Um, Beautiful. And, yeah, just on that. West Point side of the harbour entrance. Just keep an eye out there. We don't want um, anything um, happening. But that's when the weather's a little bit lumpy. When it's flat, it'll be um, a fair way out. So yes. So getting along with it. How you know what interests me is that pirate anchor. Yes. They dredge up an old. Amazing. Anchor. It is, isn't it? Yeah, and hopefully it'll go straight to the museum. Yeah. They'll find a little bit of history on it. Obviously, it's not marked. Uh, remember no. some of the old ships, tall ships, used to mark yeah. their anchor. So, hey, before we keep going, too, just uh, from our good mate Paul Bellamy, he was saying, good morning, gents. Uh, Gary, get your battery load tested and maybe down on capacity and on its way out. And that's the only way to tell. brand new, Paul. Doesn't matter. They can drop a cell. Got it off you, (laughs) Marty. Off me? Yeah. Now I've got nothing to do with it. (laughs) <laughs> once, once I've sold. And now, mate, Rocky says, uh, how good was the trophy you won, mate? Worth catching the brim every day of the week. It was. I oh, see so you got a little supporter there in Brett. Why, mate, and mate. as a prize, he's going to take you out finger mark fishing. Uh, I can catch finger mark. I go right on me old finger marks. Yeah, hey, you've got a couple. Uh, just the barras at the moment. Thanks, Ruckus. Takes a specialised... You know, um, Luke Katsara sent a messaging during the week. and hmm. Luke said, oh... He'll take me for a fish one day. And I said, oh, what, you want to get all my brim spots? <laughs> See, they're all onto me now. They all want to get yeah, brim spots. Definitely. No, it was good, mate. I had a good laugh with all the lads. It's, it's um, Why not? That's what it's about. Fun. So, so no, let's go to an ad and then we'll come back. <laughs> Your music's crap has been mate, for a fair while. Let's try and do something music, with it. Mate, they don't. I've got the messages on my phone saying. It's I'm a sympathy like, vote. I'm, That's I'm what you're getting. Song. I'm just going to an ad. No, they okay. love my music, mate. And and you notice what I've noticed? What, so you get one... You one, jump. Oh, I like that song. You know what you do? And then you play the same song nine weeks in a row. I'm I, just saying. I have played Luke Coombs for 12 months. Now you've jumped on the Luke Coombs One. Band. I played one. Everything you need I've, to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Car. 
Albert. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Picture this, a Saturday afternoon with a cheeseburger, a margarita and some Jimmy Buffett tunes. All at the Bowley Barn Beer Garden. 1 till 5pm, October 14. Fins up at the Bowley Barn for the Parrothead Party. Ah! Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 triple nine nine hundred station sponsor repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at motor marine with unbeatable savings nobody makes a wider range of more reliable powerful and efficient outboards than mercury backed by decades of innovation mercury outboards are built to go the distance and mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind see the range and grab an unbeatable mercury deal now at motor marine bayswater road townsville station sponsor. Soon, you'll be asked to help make an important decision by voting. A referendum will be held on whether to alter the constitution to recognise the First Peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. All Australian citizens aged 18 and over must vote and the government must act on what Australia decides. When you vote, your answer matters. Learn more at aec.gov.au. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Uh, Marty, we were talking yes. about, um, we're getting on to my brim triumph. Oh, um, I've been looking forward to this, yeah. yeah. I bet you have. I'm going to give you a few pointers too. All right, I'll take them. No, I, need I haven't them. got any. I'm hopeless. I just cast it in and retrieved it back. Right behind a big rock with a nice current against it. You know, you see a big eddy behind a rock and you go, that looks all right. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Brim. Hey, I'm with Ruckus. Any trophy is a good trophy. I'm yeah. taking it. Plus, I like Brim. I like the humble Brim. Yes, no, it, uh, it's very, very good. So. I don't know if I want to talk to you. Cut me off. Oh, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, proper. Is that the power of the console? Yeah, it it is. Oh, it just something flashed up on the computer screen that looked a bit. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I didn't mean to send that. Yeah, that's all good. Um, no, it was good, mate. And like I said, it, it struggled on the barras. 
We got a few a few bumps and, as you do, swirls and hooked one nice fish up beside the boat, and that would have been legal if I got it into the boat. Yeah, he was a 70, 75 model, wasn't he? Yeah, around that 70, 68, 70. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, but we found it very hard in the wind, um, 25 knots, and then yeah. trying to cast your lure um, with that dirty big bend in your line and bow in your line and yeah. and a lot of slack. But in saying that, we went into one creek and spent probably five hours in there. Was this your little favourite creek? Yeah, this was a little favourite creek that I yeah. went to with Kayleen the other week. And we, we seen some fish in there. Yeah. Um, and we got... If we were up there just fishing for a day to say, let's bring some fish home, we got a good spread of fish. We got um, 50 centimetre grunner, 42 mm. centimetre grunner, 37 centimetre jacks and a yeah. finger mark and so we would have got a nice little esky of fish if it, if it wasn't a catch and release tournament yeah for sure but, but the barra side of it was just i don't know it was just you, i've taken fish home on the second day before have you no we I, I, most people i know have the second day so was hard. i'm happy to say that yeah. on there the second day was hardest because i think the wind was stronger and and we went into benjamin flats for a little look yep um one of the things we did notice, though, we fished a couple of spots on the island side, sort of directly across from from Waterfall and those, a couple of little drains and stuff, and we had no luck there. We got to get the usual cod and stuff like that. Yeah. But when we'd moved away from it, a lot of the fast boat guys, the good guys, turned up and fished those areas. So we were in the right areas probably, as we know, at Hinchinbrook, and um, we weren't there at the right time. But don't think because they got a fast boat that they're... Oh, yeah, they were because up. there's some goombies with fast boats, yeah, mate. Yeah, there is, but I know who the guys were, and they turned straight up on these banks, and we, we were sort of looking at each other and going, we fished those banks, and these guys have come. But we come to the conclusion that, and as we know with, with Reese and the guys, Hinchinbrook is a be here at this time spot. For sure. So we've just got to, oh, I don't know, whether we get super serious and, and spend a bit of time on that one spot and then go, oh, right, two hours Well, you're, if, tide, if, if you did have a downfall... It's your patience. I haven't You're got too any. quick to move, man. Yeah, I haven't got to slow up. I've got to go, bang. I've sat on spots for 40 minutes and then they've come on. You just know. You just yeah, know it's going to happen. Or you like just that. get to that snag and you go, there's fish in there. There's got to be a fish. I bumped into Troy Jones up there. Yeah, yeah. He's selling a bit of gear at the moment. Oh, buff. He's going, going. Bumped in. It was great to see Troy out here. You know, when you drift down the creek, just. Rafted up and just chipped. Yeah, having a chip. So you can tell you're not having a good tournament when you raft up and yeah, <laughs> flew just, drift down the creek. We just drifted down the Have creek. Have a chat. But um, off he went. When we f- finished having a chat, off he went. And then later that night, there's a message on my phone from him with a GPS coordinate. Yeah, good and on thought, him. And I thought, good on you, Troy. I'll go and have a look. And it was a drain. And I, you know my patience in drains. And the wind was blowing across this drain trying to get a cast into the drain, and that's where I hooked my barra in this drain. And I hate drains. I do know. Did he? Did the barra eat a shrimp, Berkeley no, Gulp? I, you, I actually was throwing a richo, a timber That's right. Richo. That your good mate Marty gave you. Yes, and I'm going to sell it because it was. You better not. No, I threw a timber I've got richo. so much gear you've given me that I could eBay, I, so don't. I, um, I was throwing a timber lure in there. And when I hooked up, seen the fish, nice mm-hmm. fish, did its couple of runs. So I backed the drag right back as you do because I was in the open, no worries. Did you back it off too much? No. No, and right. it took a last little run and when it pulled the hooks, when the hooks came, when it came back, 
my lure was facing the opposite direction it normally is, and my line was wedged down between the trebles. In, where oh, the, so where, it's twisted where, on its... Where, no, where the trebles been made and they weld them together, yeah. there was still a gap down there and the line had got down in there. Oh, somehow. no. Yeah, so I don't know how it got down there and I don't know whether it was like that on the strike, so... Um, so, yeah, we tried drains. How good do them Richo extractors look oh, coming out? Are so nice in the water. <laughs> but, the, but the wind was just so good. And then it, it, later on in the, on the second day, um, we found that, well, actually, we were just fishing in the bottom end of the, the boat passage that goes to Fisher's Creek. Yeah. And so we just fished along there. Some beautiful-looking snags and drains and caught four or five cod, but... Just it wasn't one of those days where, um, or one of those weekends where... Where it was going to happen. Where it happened for us. And like I said, a lot of the guys with the slower boats on the second day bit the bullet and went all the way up to the Cardwell Flats and did well. Well, because you can leave at whatever time you yes. want. So next year at the May Comp, I may on the second day go all the way up to the Cardwell Flats because the tides are not much different. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. That's the question. Unless, you, of course, you have a blinder. At the northern end. Yeah. But talking to the guys who fished um, Herbert, who got six on the first day. And, yeah. And they just said we just stayed in the Herbert. That's another place. We went in. Well, we, it was actually that rough going across the front that we actually cut through the Herbert to Dungeon S. To oh, you did there. do the cut through. Oh, yeah. it would Because on the second day we fished out of um, Chatter's Tillersteer 4.2 Renegade. Yeah, that would have been a bit of fun. It was, mate. And then it was really cool because Patrick and Daniel that we started to another, when you're not going all that well, you just drift down the creek chinwagging. Right. They had a 4.2 Tillersteer Renegade as well with a yammy on it. So. Oh, friends. But, yeah, so it was really cool. So they... Um, they were telling. They spent most of the day in the Herbert, and they were saying at one part of the tide, about ten boats all race into the Herbert, and all, and they said all along that bank there, they all fished that bank and all caught fish and pulled them off. They went, so it's that timing thing, and yeah, and um, away we go. So, did you have a look at the mouth of the Herbert or anything? See if there were any of them big girls were sitting too there. Windy. Too windy. Oh, it would have been blowing was, straight in there. Yes, it was horrible. Yeah, it was even howling down the river when you get 20s to 25s yeah man there's nowhere out of the way you think you find a bank and then you get to that bank drop the electric and you after your first cast there it is it blows you straight back into the bank frustrating because the first day i'm on the electric and you know how frustrated i get with everything the electric and the wind's blowing me against the bank it's blowing my lure into a tree and and then the second day chatter's getting getting um, frustrated on his electric, and he handed me his remote and said, here. Yeah, do you, you do this. You, and I said, hey, no way. I just had a whole day of it. Yeah. passenger. So I'm just standing up the front fishing. Because I put him up the front. I'm very particular with my... Because uh, uh, um, everyone has their own style. Yes. Um, and and speeds. That like. I like to go really, really slow. I'm never in a rush. And sometimes... I'll have a mate and he'll, for some reason, zoom past the hottest looking area you could ever see. So I'm yeah. like, right, this is, which is why I like to fish out of my own boat so much more. So, because everyone fishes differently. Oh, mate, it was, I, I actually, yeah. when, I, when I'm um, uh, snag bashing, I'm actually quite close to the timber. Yes. I'm like four or five meters off it. 
Whereas I've got other mates that like to be 15 metres out, and that's too far for me. Oh, yeah. Well, you couldn't – if you were that far out on the on, at the barrel. Oh, it would never work. Your, your um, lure would – it was just so hard to fish. Yeah, for it, sure. I can imagine. So, no, it was um, – it, it, it's different styles for different fishos. And I think if you fish together for a long time, you both gain the same sort of oh, mate, thing. Was, I'm not a big fan of two remotes in the boat. We didn't have two remotes. We no. And some say, oh, it's, it's, it's if you and mates fighting the fish. And, and I can see that side of it. Yeah. I can see that, like, you hook up and I'm at the back of the boat, so I'll just put us on rabbit and take it away, especially if it's a good fish. Yeah. But if they do it when you're – because there's times to do that and there's times to not. Even if you're in a tight structure, you take that – you move the wrong direction and you can pull the hooks or create oh, yeah. slack line or anything. I think, you know, you're in control – You've hooked your fish and whatever, and, and go from there. It was it was just so hard, and and you know, because it was so windy on the banks, you moved so quick. Yeah, annoying. And it blew you into those spots so fast, and you get and you missed it because the weekend before was primo. That your weekend was crap. The weekend after was primo. Yeah. So you were right in the in the middle of it all. Isn't that horrible stuff? But, yeah. But that's the way it goes, mate. We had a great two days, as you always do. For sure. Um. So we we weren't too well. We were. We you always like to catch barra, and that's what I said to to chatter. I said, oh, it's nice catching the brim, and winning a prize, but it's also is a barra comp, and I would have liked to have a barra on the board, but. That is what it is, buddy. It is what it is. That's the way it is. What are we doing? Going to a song, mate, and an ad break, and when we come back, uh, we'll chat more fishing. There was no um, couple of hard luck stories, but one one um, we'll have a little chat about when we're there. Okay. It wasn't too bad, mate. It was just the normal boating incidents. Let's go to a song and an ad break. When we come back, we'll talk more fishing. in the truck, time to knock off a little tackle box dust. 30 minute drive and walk down a hill to a little piece of water where the world stands still. And I still get hung up on that old tree. Oh, that Texas ring to show me. And the light of brown light, wedding line on the muddy river bank. We talk pickup trucks to What to say, and that's what brought me out here today. Instead of standing at your stone, I'm sitting on your rock, catching up with you at your fishing spot. Well, I know there's better places, and I got a nice boat at the house. We're floating out there, filling up a live well, ain't what today's about. Just 
Driving well and looking great. You'll find it at cheaper auto spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper auto spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Rise the Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station Sponsor. It's time for us to get ready to vote. Voting in a referendum is different from an election. You will be given a voting form known as a ballot paper that will have a question about a proposed change to the Constitution. There is a box on this paper for your answer. You write either yes if you approve or no if you don't approve the proposed change. At the voting place, you can ask a family member, friend or AEC staff for help if you need it. Don't worry if you make a mistake. You can ask for another ballot paper and start again. When you vote, your answer matters. Find out more about it on the internet at aec.gov.au or ring 132326. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show, as they say, on this windy Saturday, mm. as it is. Um, let's check the tides, Marty, and just check out what it's like in the creeks, if you want to uh, sneak down in the creeks, because I'm pretty sure 
their half reasonable time. Well, if you're going to go fishing, definitely the creek systems would be the way to do it. They and they're still going to chew, mind you. Fairly low neepish ties this weekend, aren't they? They're very neep. Uh, 4.30 this morning was a 1.74 high. And yeah. then quarter past 10 this morning is a 1.13 low. And then uh, the run-in tides are 2.76, so not too bad of the run-in tide. On the run-in? It's, it's more than doable to catch fish? Yes, and then tomorrow at uh, just quarter past midnight tonight is a 1.14, and then 5.20 in the morning is a 1.99. And at 11, quarter past 11 tomorrow, it's 0.88. So a bit of a drop there. Yeah. And then a 3.05 at 6. In different times. So pretty good tides yeah. to get Le- yourself around the creek. Lenny and Kai called, uh, 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 messaged me yesterday and said, is it worthwhile um, going for a fish this weekend? It's always worthwhile, isn't it? Oh, yeah, And, and you've, you've caught fish on uh, grunners on neeps. Yes, I did. For, you and I, as we always say, uh, no run, no fun. We do not believe in that. Best no. best barra fishing ever on the tides. Some stage. Yeah, well, they're not bears, and we know that. Um, Grunter, in saying that, if I had the choice, I'd definitely take a bit of run. Yep. Not too much run. I hate anything where it's just got that two and a half to three meters of run. It's just too that's much. that's full on, full on. But there is particular spots, and you, when you learn your systems or your places, let, let, let's forget blue water for for a moment. But in, in the creeks, you will. It's really, really important to know where to go on big tides, because oh, sometimes yeah. you just got to know, just got to go fishing. You got no choice. You got to get out in the boat. You know it's not the best conditions or best this, but best that. You, you you're going to go. So when you learn your system, and we've all got our own system. Yeah. Mine been Cadley or probably been Horton Morrissey's. Got one that produces from. But no, you, you, there's I, certain I bends that you go to that uh, are more than fishable on a three meter tide, or there's. There's, you know, you've got things picked out or or on the neeps or like cattle is incredibly crystal clear on neap tides. I hate that. I hate it being too clear. So then I've got places where on the still it's it's green, not not because it's deep, but it must be the bottom or so forth. So regardless of what the tide movement is doing, the water is always not perfectly clear. It's always got some yep. darker colour to it, and that's so I'll go there. I think it's important to know your creek or your favourite system and places to go on particular tides. Oh, it is. It's it's most important to know where you want to be at what certain yeah. um, and I part must, of that tide. Must have, moon phases and all that doesn't come into it for me no more. I fish when I can fish. So yeah, I, I used to And there's definitely better, definitely better right. times with the moon. Yes. Yeah, the lead up for me is is my favourite. Coming off it is my least favourite. Right guts in the full moon on that first and second stage of the full moon, I absolutely love. The second, uh, the third, fourth, um, less. Um, everything's starting to die off a little bit for first then. And probably the um, uh, first quarter is uh, is one of my least yeah, favourites as go, well. I used to do the diary thing and all that type For sure. Of but then I threw it away because um, if I looked at the diary and I wanted to go to Morrissey, say, and... On the same tide, same weather, I caught nothing. I'm still going to go. Yes. So it doesn't change. It might be different, like with Nathan, um, with his commercial fishing. Yeah. Um, that, as we know, we've spoke to Nathan, and his granddad. He still works off his granddad's diary and all that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I don't. I just go fishing. I, I just and I know there's guys out there that will leave when. Well, remember, this yeah. isn't our livelihood. No, true. And I think it was our livelihood. It, it, that would play a lot more important oh, yeah. part. But I certainly look at tides to choose 
certain systems. Like there's certain tides that I just, even if accessibility wasn't a question, yeah. that I would go to, uh, that I wouldn't go to to fish the likes of cattle or so forth. There's some that I look at and go, nah, awful. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So, um, but that's where Hinchbrook comes into its own. Hinchbrook's huge. There's so many, so many good things you can do. And I'm starting to learn now at Hinchy um, places to, to fish on that really, really high tide. Yes. So, and that used to be my nemesis. You know, we'd launch the tournaments for start in the morning and I'd be lost. I'd putt around and, and do nothing for yeah. for two hours waiting for that tide to drop out. Whereas now I've got a few decent spots that I like to go to that I've pinpointed where I'm going to find fish. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I've spoken to a few of the lads, um, you and up there, young fellas, and they were the same. They're going through that stage where at high tide they're lost, low tide they're fine. Yeah. Low tide they caught heaps of good fish. Yeah. High tide you might, they might as well have stayed in bed for three hours. And it feels fine. like that sometimes. Whereas now I'm a lot more confident because I've got some high tide spots where I've caught some good fish. Yeah. So And high tide's so important for a boat like mine that draws so much water because where I want to be, I've got to be out of. A lot you of know, the that's where bass boats weekend, and skis um, come. Where I wanted to go and look, where the wind was just pumping onto it, just really horrible. The wind doesn't worry when it's really horrible, when you're, when they're slapping and, and green water's coming in your boat, and obviously, no, that's just silly. But I'm certainly not going to fly out of there when it's rough because, like, that last time when I found fish, and good fish, it was yucky. Yeah. You know, it was um the boat was all over the show, it was blowing its ass off, the waves were rolling into the to the timber and the rocks, and we still got fish. They yeah. were just there. Well, that's what they were saying about the Cardwell Flats at the comp. Because I said, wasn't the wind blowing straight on it? They said, Yeah, it was horrible. Maybe it works the same way as um an impoundment. An impoundment. All the bait gets pushed into that area. But you can't say that because it's such a wide spectrum that Yeah that there's fifty square kilometer there's fifty yeah kilometres of bank that the wind blows into so how do you pinpoint it you know what in, intrigues me about the cardwell flats like there was probably 10 or 15 boats from what the boys were saying fishing all along there and all catching fish yeah and at low tide there is no water mm. in those trees at all where do all those barras go the, it, it, do you one day spend three hours just driving up and down with side scan wondering where they all go and sit do they go out into the middle of the channel and that's the the good technique that's the million dollar question it isn't it, it is because and we'll find that out with today's technology yeah, there's so many fish get caught there and then at low tide there's nothing in with water on it where do they all and if you go? listen to what everyone says the barras are lazy which they're not they got to go somewhere. they got to go somewhere, but are they just going to go 200 metres out onto the first little drop-off there? Yeah. And then is that open slaver for us, if yeah, you find that? And that's the key to it, like trying to – and that's finding those areas, knowing when to be there. Yeah. Um, and then fishing them. And So we've pinpointed a lot more now. Back in Jesto's days, the mouth of the Herbert, for instance, that was – you had to be in the know. I didn't knew, knew nothing about it. You knew nothing no. about it. But the boys were catching meteries there commonly 20, 25 years ago. Oh, yeah. And no one knew why. Now, we stumble across it because of side imaging and so forth. And you go, holy hell, look how many barrows are sitting there. They didn't have that technology then. And um, and even with the pressure we put under them, we still get them. Do you think it makes us lazy? No. Like back in the day of no. of, of before even we had side imaging, 
No. I think it makes us different in the way that we our, we fish differently now. I can't handle being in the boat with someone that all day is on the sounder. Whereas when I'm in control of my boat, I like to hunt. Yeah. I, I can be I'm quite happy sitting there doing my thing and not casting the lure. Just looking, marking, looking, marking. Yeah. When I'm with someone else, I'm there to go fishing. I'm yeah. there so I don't want to yeah. be in their boat and we Put around for four hours looking at a sounder. Yeah. That, that if, if you look at the majority of the live imaging, they are staring down at the screen. Yeah, and they look, are it's watching a, the screen nearly. It's a good way to get time. get yourself a bloody headache, a migraine. Well, I seen some lads down the Morrissey's last time I went down there, and he had his he had live scope. Yeah, and uh, he was sitting on some. I wasn't far from him. We we're having a yarn actually. He had his live imaging, but he had his sounder still on his console halfway back down his boat. So he's turning, and the live imaging was on the nose of his boat. So he's looking back at his screen, trying to cast forward whilst turning his. Yeah, the, I, just, I, I don't know if that does it for me. A crick neck, I wouldn't be able to move. Well, for me, like I really, because I use my boat, especially with the young fella now, I can do more and yep. more camping and everything. I don't want to be sticking the bloody big massive sounder and live and everything up on my bow in a perfect world that's what exactly what i'd be doing yeah but i think i'm gonna have to set all that sort of stuff up from my console so i'll just stand on my back casting deck there's a lot of people have it down the the back end of oh the most definitely so and um remember my eyesight's not what it used to be either yeah i, I need to be able to see my my um screen easily and so forth although the days with like what Crowey's fabricating and everything's pretty special what he can yeah. make um I, we had an instance up the channel in the comp where i said geez i wish i had um 360 yeah you've always wanted i don't know why you just don't bite the bullet oh, i can't afford it marty oh push um because we were in a creek yeah and i marked two really really good barrels and then they disappeared yes yeah, so your 360s can tell you where they went, which is probably yeah. behind you. Three, But then it was, yeah, in that wind, seeing them, and then by the time I swung around to try and find them again, yeah. I couldn't. And that's where we need to get Reese in on, on, on that sort of pinpoint thing. Yeah. But because we talk about side imaging ab nauseum. There's no more that we can talk about that. Yeah. Then the next phase now is, is, is your 360s and so forth. And um, that it is a game changer. There's well, no... Ifs or buts. I believe it would give um, me, like if I seen those fish or even a snag, hmm. um, spin around and come back. Yeah. And then with 360, uh, obviously looking all around your boat, I'm able to see that snag in front of me, all those fish sitting in front of me and move towards it. Whereas side imaging, yeah. once you go past them, if you mark them, you've got to then re rely on the mark that you've put there. Whereas Definitely. And look, when they're uh, quite, look, for the most part, you're in the general. If you mark it and you come yeah. back there, and that's the art too that you've got to learn. You can't just mark the fish and go back. You've got to make sure your boat's in the right area. You don't want to be on top of them. Yeah. You want to be about five, ten metres away from them. And then you don't want to be retrieving against the tide. You want to be retrieving with the tide. Yeah. Well, so you've got to put your boat in the right area. You've got to yeah. make sure you're the right distance away. You've got to mark yourself perfectly you fan that small area it there is a science to it i tell you what a what a trick for new players and yeah. this caught me out until i sat there thinking about it i was down the horton one day and i was fishing mm. off the nose of my boat or i, I was motoring along mm. and i marked some barras on my side imaging mm. 
So I put my spot lock on and I turned my screen around to yeah. face me up the front. And it took me a, about half an hour after casting to the side I'm looking at that the fish were actually on the other side of the boat. Because the transducer is still facing the, the right way. The transducer is still the same, but I spun the screen around and then went, oh, they're over there. And you know what? I didn't even, because you mentioned that to me a little yeah, while we ago, and I'm like, and I, I'd like to think I've got half decent bit of common sense. I just didn't think. No. And I'm like, because my brain told me, well, that's okay. I'm looking at it. It's to the right. No, it's no, to the left. It's to the left. Because it's normally that sound is sitting on your console. Yes. And it is the correct way. Yeah, it isn't like, like oh. when you turn your phone around, your photo corrects itself all the time. Yeah. And um, when you turn that screen around, if you're up the front, um, the right's the left, the left's the right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just little things like that. But the 360 to locate and then position yourself would be really, really smick. So. Most definitely. But where, do, where does the technology stop? We spoke about it before. Well, it's not. It isn't. No, and no, and that's where we talk about where we're, we're, our own, we're our own worst enemies. We're giving so much ammunition to, to the Greens and so forth. And we're not a political show, but we still cover it. Um, we're, we're hurting ourselves. We really, really are. And we are paying the price. There's no ifs or buts. Changes on there and then the guys are going to come in next year. That yeah, is that, All that change will come all in. That. And we're talking about that. I was talking about that with my boys through the week. And uh, and the question is, when is it not viable to put, put $700 worth of fuel and then go to Tackle World and support but you know what it, Tackle World or you fishing? You know what happens. You know? If you do that for those guys that go out there, those guys still like their fishing. So then that brings the pressure into a creek. Oh, we'll sell our reef boats and we'll buy creek boats. Yeah, but that's... Yeah, exactly. But our bar is, is going to drop dramatically. Whether it's still pressure in a creek. Oh, what, what you're yeah. saying is pinpoint. Yeah. It is because they're fishermen. So they're like, okay, I'm going to sell my reef boat. But um, there's, there's massive, massive dangers ahead for us. And the viability of our of our industry yeah, is in big, big, big trouble. I is. mean, like. Um, today, people today who are in two minds about buying a boat, which is economically going to help, you know, motor marine, towns marine, rising yeah. submarine, and everything else, are now going. You know what? I'm just going to sit back and I'm just going to see what happens here because no one goes for fun out the reef. No, it's you're all going out there because you want to put fish in your esky. You want to look after your family. You know. Yeah, interesting. <sighs> All right, let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll head to Lucinda Fishing Lodge and have a little chat with Em and just see uh, what's been going on up there. Well, we know what went on last weekend. A heap of rowdy fishermen were up there. But this weekend's busy, busy with school holidays. Busy, busy. Ah, yeah, let me tell you all about it. About you, night and day. Sure been restless since you went away. You took something from me against my will. You touched a nerve in me that's tingling still. Well, you just snuck up behind me when my resistance was old. And now's a hell of a time to find I can't let you go. Let's 
Another great day in the city of Townsville. <sighs> you, put your hands behind your back what? and get on the ground. Yeah, right, okay, 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 okay. Identify yourself. Who are you and what are you doing here? Uh, Dave Daly and I work here. It's, it's work, okay? It's where I work. What's in your pockets? Okay, I've, I've got a double pass to the movies and... Also a $50 seafood voucher. Oh, really? So what do you do for a living? I'm the breakfast announcer here at 4K1G, if you really want to know. Oh, wow. Uh, well, you've got any giveaways? Ring in like everybody else. I can't just give it to you. You just keep your hands where we can see them. Oh, sorry. the hell is this? Hey, any more out of you, funny boy, and I'll be on you like a Rottweiler on an arse-flavoured biscuit. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot to base. Calling for backup. we got a fat guy here who looks like he might be trouble. Fat? The Dave Daily Show, weekdays from 6am on 4K1G. Too deadly. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.com. ULD.gov.au Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com. Or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. Time to head up to a lovely Lucinda having a chat with M. How are you, Em? I'm very well, thank you. How are we? Good, thanks. You recovered from having us up there last week? Oh, only just, but yes, yeah, we've recovered. How rowdy was I? Oh, you were the worst. Complaints. Yeah, several complaints about that rowdy bloke up in room four. That's him. Yeah, no, he was good. (laughs) He he nodded off in his chair all the time, that bloke. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I tell you what, you may think two days fishing sounds really, really good, but by the end of the day of casting, casting in that wind, it, it takes it out of you a little bit. I, I think that might just be your age showing a little bit there, Gaz. I don't think so, Em. I outlasted some <laughs> no, of the young ones. It's really tough, definitely. It, definitely. With the wind, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. All day casting, yeah, for sure you come back feeling a bit sore and sorry for yourself. You do. Especially after having a big night the night before, and yeah, for sure. Yeah, I OD'd on no sugar coke. <laughs> I did come home very sore in the back for some reason. I don't know why, but... <laughs> <laughs> but how comfy was the bed at Lucinda Fishing Lodge when I got back there? The room was better, perfect. 
<laughs> it was. It was good, it actually. Yeah, yeah. We, we try to make you comfortable after a hard day's fishing. There's nothing worse than coming back to a hard old bed with the springs jabbing you. So, yeah, the, the lodge beds are like clouds. They're beautiful. They Very are. And, and, like, you go away to places where they're not listening to go anywhere um, and you always dread what the bed's going to be like. Oh, but I haven't, yes. at your joint, <laughs> there is not a bad bed in that place. No, they're all the same. Every single one of those beds is exactly the same. Um, and uh, I actually have the same one at home as well because they, you're right. Like the main thing is, you know, when you go somewhere, you don't want to stay somewhere that's not as nice as where you live. Like, why would you go out and be uncomfortable? You want to stay somewhere and be comfortable. Yes. So the beds were, yeah, when we were looking for beds, that's probably one of the hugest things that we needed to make sure they were super comfy because, yeah, absolutely nothing worse is laying awake, tossing and turning. you got those awful creaky beds. No, nothing worse. So, yeah, they're definitely comfortable. And, yeah, we get so many people. And you can actually buy the same ones. Um, from that hotel bed, we've got a little like a link that you can find if you love it so much. You can go and buy that exact bed for your house. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just <laughs> take one. Very popular. <laughs> I'll just take one from your joint next yeah. time I leave. <laughs> yeah, 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 no worries. <laughs> yeah, no, very, very comfy. And you're dead right. After a, a solid day's fishing, it is so nice to know that your bed is not going to be bent or a big hole in the middle of it. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you come back and you got your air con, you've got nice cool room, nice comfy bed, nice shower, have a shower, relax, and then, you know, you've got everything there that you can just cook up your food or you can go out and have a meal. Or it's all just, yeah, it's super handy. So definitely makes life a little bit easier after a big day's fishing. <laughs> it does. And the pontoon there, just pull your boat up, tie it up, walk up to your room, relax. Beautiful. That's right, yeah. We hey, uh, speaking <laughs> of selling your rooms right now, uh, what do we got at the moment? Being school holidays, probably not a lot. for school holidays. It's all booked for school holidays. I've got um, coming up on the Tuesday the 3rd, I've got some availability um, in a couple of rooms. Uh, but, yeah, school holidays is currently full. Um, but, yeah, as soon as the holidays are over, after that long weekend, I've got a couple of rooms from the 3rd of October. Yep. Um, yeah, it's been really nice up here. It's a little bit windy today, but during the week, Neil, he went out to the reef. Neil and Jean, they went out, and um, they did really well. They actually dropped us off some trout fillets yesterday. So I got some coral trout for tea, which was very, very nice. So thank you, Neil and Jean. Uh, but, yeah, they did really well. So, um, yeah, a couple other people. Paulie A, like he was out as well. They did really well out there. So it was nice to see people getting out. And oh, the boat ramp was, yeah, it was loaded with people getting out there during the week in that nice weather, making the most of it. Yeah, no, it was a beautiful Thursday, the pick of the day, so everyone yeah. said. So So how are we going for um, Christmas? Is that all fully booked out yet? Or we still got a couple of Christmas little rooms? Christmas Yeah, Christmas and New Year's are, are booked out. Um, there is availability for beforehand, so it's still school holidays. I think school holidays start at the beginning of December, so there are still, if you want to get away and do an early Christmas and beat the mad rush, there are rooms available before that time. Yep. Um, and then after New Year's from about the 5th and 6th of January, there's um, availability, which is still the school holidays. So I think school goes back about the 22nd of January. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's school holiday bookings for that. Um, Easter next year is gone already. Already? Other public yes. Yes, Easter is gone already. It is a very popular one, Easter, because all the regular people that, and they all listen to the show too, <laughs> they, yep. um, they book in because they love it so much. They all come together um, with their families and they book again for the next year. So they really make a nice holiday of it, which is fantastic. Gives a very nice vibe to the place. Yep. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's still plenty of availability for, yeah, in between all those times. Which Beautiful. is really good. So I've got my room booked for the May comp. 
You do, yes. Yep. I'm all ready to go. Next Barracomp. Next Barracomp yep. around the 20th of May-ish. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, which is crazy that we're all talking. You know, I had somebody call up the other day for 2025 and I nearly died of shock. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, my goodness. That's very, very, um, you know, forward thinking. <laughs> well, I suppose. at least they've got it. That's yeah. it. Well, yeah, that's right. I mean, I guess people, they, they plan their holidays far in advance. They take, you know, got to take the time off from work and I guess they get lots of families together and, you know, we, we see like five, six families at a time come together and they book out, that's like half the lodge and, you know, they book out the waterfront rooms and they've got everything there and they all just have such a great time. So, I mean, it really is a very popular place for larger groups of like families or groups of mates to come together and, you know, they all run like little in-house fishing comps and, you know, it's, yeah, it's really it's the vibe is great like it's just yeah it's it's so pleasant to be down there when everyone's there they're getting along they're all making friends they're all just having a great time yeah, yeah no, it sounds good, good. You, you have um greater stew and the crew coming up for the long weekend we do from yes, alice yes, river anglers yes they're up for their annual do um so yeah it'd be good to see what they what they catch on their weekend yeah no it'll be interesting they'll put it up on their page alice river anglers page so yeah, yeah, the October long weekend seems to come around really fast. <laughs> well, it's we wait for it because all our long weekends and public holidays are in the first two months, and then we wait six months for another one. <laughs> I know. It's a, yeah, we should spread them out a little bit more. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Em, how can anyone get hold of you if they uh, want to spend the night or whether three or four nights up with you guys? Uh, give me a call on 0477-999-900. Uh, we'll jump on the Facebook page, keep an eye about what we're posting about. Um, I'm always putting videos up of the rooms or the, the view or something on there, so keep an eye on that. Or you can jump on the website, www.listentofishinglodge.com.au. Good stuff, Andy. Beautiful, Em. I'll talk okay, to you during the week. Who's on the, music, who's on the music today? Oh, Gaz, sorry about that. No, Gaz, I love some Jimmy. That was my favourite. Thank you, Em. Singing song. So I've got to say, top notch on the Jimmy there. Love it. Thanks, <laughs> One song. Yeah. One song. Yeah. No, I, oh, yeah. Might, might just be the one, but it was a good one. Right. Em, the only people that will be disappointed I'm doing the music today is all the gang at Carlisle Gardens. They love Marty's <laughs> pensioner playlist. Good on you, Em. Oh, all right, guys, you have a good See you, mate. See you later on. See you, bye. Bye, bye. bye. There's him from Lucinda Fishing Lodge. <laughs> Sorry, Marty. It's just what people say. It Let's is. Let's go to another song. This is one of my fa- this what? One of my favourites. <sighs> you know, I'm a, a mad like I love watching Clint Eastwood movies, like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And I watched um, one the other week, and it was- you are a little bit loose. Oh, every which yeah, way, my friend. Every which way. Um, Comes and, with age, guys. This was uh, this was the closing song on one of his "Cry Macho" or something about some young kid and a chicken and a rooster. It's really cool. So um, this is one of my new favourites. So you're the same height as Clyde out of that movie. I'm Remember as, the chimpanzee? I'm as hairy. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> stop it, Marty. <laughs>
rides up on his horse And you feel that cold, bitter wind Look out your window and smile Don't let the old man in Look out your window and smile Don't let the old man K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Rise the Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sainz. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Sainz on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Picture this, a Saturday afternoon with a cheeseburger, a margarita and some Jimmy Buffett tunes. All at the Bowley Barn Beer Garden. 1 till 5pm, October 14. Fins up at the Bowley Barn for the Parrothead Party. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. I just tried Rising Sun Marine. Have a chat with Pierre or Steve, but no one there. They might be ringing now, buddy. That's a landline number if you want to take it. I reckon it could be. Come on. You ready? Yeah, go for it. It could be just someone wanting bingo numbers. Morning Fishing Show. Gone. Morning Fishing Show. Oh, hang up on him. Very professional, Gaz. Way to go. Ring back. No, I just tried Rising Sun Marine. Pierre and Steve aren't there today, so we'll give them a ring next week. If you're chasing a Quintrex, and I fished out of a little 4.2 Renegade on the second day of the comp with a 50 Yammy on the back. It was a beautiful little outfit. And And you know what it was? It, it was like we're used to our boats. Like mine's not a massive boat, but it's a bit deeper. It is deep. Um, so the little renegade, little renegade, allowed us to get into shallower little areas. Yeah, it didn't help us. Yep. But we were able to get back to that um, fishing where we could push a little bit closer into a drain or a little bit mm. further up a little drain or against mm. the mangroves. Hey, speaking of boats too, I've got my mate. He um, he's got a beautiful destroyer, four fifty yes. destroyer, and he said, "Marty, it's where I live out at Richmond. It's going to be too hard for me to sell. Can you?" drop it in so i put an ad up and and within 
couple of hours of putting the ad up, um, uh, a, a gentleman and his dad were very, very interested. So they're driving there from Mackay today. So I'm taking from test run after the show. So hopefully everything will go well there. And um, I couldn't believe how many people were interested in it. It's a great boat. Absolutely beautiful. So it um, is, that's my plans for after the show, straight down to the boat ramp and go and take it for a test drive. It is actually um, a destroyer that um, the gang at Townsville Marine yeah. knock up with a little yammy on the back. And very, very little beautiful. use. It's like brand new inside. How long has he had that for? A couple of years. And it's done nothing? Nothing. It's got, what is it, 80 on the clock? Mink code is like brand new. It's done like three well, hours, and then most of the work it had died yesterday. Most of the work has gone on in uh, inside um, Richmond Dam. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, just that little dam. You can't Fred, even get it on the plane in there. Fred Tritton Dam. Fred Tritton, which has got barrows in it and Red Claw. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know about the Red Claw, but yeah, yeah, and a beautiful campground right beside it. If you want to, it camp. does. Yeah. It does. It's got really clean, nice public toilets and all yeah. that sort of stuff. What do you hang around them? <laughs> um, you know, I'm not even going to carry on with that. You, no. I'm, how do you I'm, know that? I'm not. I'm not walking into well, it. You got a phone number on the wall in there. <laughs> Someone drilled a hole through the wall. <laughs> Easy up. <laughs> Keep going, guys. Help me out here, Mate, brother. I, what I meant to ask. Yes. You, what I meant to. Ask you, uh, oh, the on. glory of it! Uh, yeah, what what are the toilets like in Julia Creek? <laughs> glory, yes. Um, when Jose was talking about his grunter and and yes. sending the bait out and dropping um, the ball, good idea down, that. Um, you targeted some up the Hinchinbrook the other week with the Napa weekend. Yes. What what setup did you use? The same yeah. as what I spoke a about running, last. A, yeah, you a, weren't here last week, no. and you obviously didn't listen to the podcast. Thanks for that. I guys. was too busy catching brim. Oh. <laughs> And you were on fire. Um, we Yeah, yeah, just the running sinker, and I always use the Carly wide yeah. gap hook. Love it. Love it. So what um, But what uh, Jose was saying there was quite quite interesting as well. So the hand feed it out, let it get into the current, then drop the ball sinker over, and then you've that pilly is just going to be gently um, sitting in the current. So I could see your um, attracting the fish would be quite Squid. high. I don't use squid unless it's like local squid, um, the stuff that you can buy from the fish shops and so forth. It's um, nice. it's really good. Um, really, you pay for it, but it's worth it. But for me, pilly, pilly, pilly. Yeah, when just they, works. When those big tides are on, um, West Point a good spot to have a fish around West Point. You know what? I've caught sweet bugger all over at West Point, and everyone goes on about the pipeline and all this sort of stuff. I don't do anything over there, and around. I'm not knocking it because there's lots of fish, lots of barra, lots of everything that comes out of there. Lots of everything along the pipeline. Finger yeah, mark. caught some good finger mark over the years. There's yeah. and the guys that spear fish it, um, barras on it, mm. um, craze, all sorts of. Maggie stuff. Island's getting a real name for itself for barra fishing. It is. It's um. It's underrated around the rocks and those. Lots types. of islands are underrated. Look at Gould. Yeah. Island, for instance, on that mangrove line over there. But they, they're very hard to catch. Very easy when you watch, um, some spear fishing videos. You see quite a lot of barras amongst the structure over at West Point. Oh yeah. But getting them to bite. Different story. Yeah, different story. But by the looks of it, they're in the trance mode because when them guys are coming up with their spear gun, the barrows are looking at them going, yeah. hello, next minute, and it's game over. They're not edgy. They're not in feed mode. No. So maybe they're going out there for rest periods. So, Of course, if you annoy one long enough and, and keep vibing in front of its face, it's going to eat it. But 
I don't know, maybe they're not there for that reason. I think they would leave that area and, and venture to different grounds when they're in feed mode and head over to the flats and everything. Yeah, it's a, it's a interesting because there are some pretty big barrows over and, there. And look, there'll be people that argue massively with me on that to say no well, that's we purposely target the bar barrel on the wrecks but I've, I've fished wrecks before which the same as what you have where you know they spear fish on them and so forth and pff, i can't get a bite well last catch time, fingers and that yeah but La last time i was out around bay rock and playing in those areas to the area i normally go to catch a finger mark there was nothing on it mm. um so what we did um i actually troll you know a troll around with a Dr. Evil lure on, and I found a bait school about 200 metres away from the wreck, and they yes. had the finger mark on it. No structure on the bottom. Uh. Um, so, so yeah, the fish were on the bait school. So Yeah, they're amazing. One thing we didn't see up the channel a lot um, last week fishing the comp was bait. I've um, seen a couple of little patches of, of little glasses flicking around, but I didn't see a lot of bait in the areas we fish which might be there's been a few people mentioned that the bait was scarce this week yeah it was really really strange whereas the the time me and kayleen went up and we went into the same creek mm. and spent a lot of time in there we seen a lot of bait a lot of prawns um a lot of barabuffs um didn't see yeah one thing there's a lot of bar around just in the air break there when i was checking them to see if there's any facebook messages i've seen um toby and jeff neil put a post up and they spanked them they had a good yeah 60 plus week. for the week yeah good. 30 yesterday they need to get a job those blokes yeah yeah it makes me jealous but really really good fishing and i love the you know he's, he's honest he doesn't pretend that he releases everything that he gets he's brought home a nice feed for the family and so forth nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that no oh, there's, there's lots of people that released everything no you don't i know no. you don't i've known you for a long time don't lie <laughs> you know, yeah you know um when you're really confident in a spot and yeah. i had that on the first day of the comp where I w had got some really good jacks over the last few months and yes. and where there I'd got a couple of little barrows out of a drain, I thought, we'll go straight That's there. That's me. And we went straight there and that creek was dead as a dodo. And and as soon as that happens to you, you uh, go, oh, not even a cod. I didn't have a plan B because plan A was going to be a plan success. A so, so it was, yeah, it was a really tough one trying to find the bait. Um, and I don't know. Bait definitely makes me confident. Yes. So it was. Uh, it was really true, especially. And I'm not talking mullet schools, herring, herring and glasses and glassies. Um, love fishing there when the little little um, shrimp are jumping everywhere. Yeah. No. It was. A, it was a tough little one, and and um, we tried everything: hard bodies, mm. um, through the gulps around, through the smarky prawns around. Did you put a dick on? Uh, They're good fun in them shallow Yeah, no, I gutters. didn't because I stuck with my um, – the richo you gave me is a shallow richo. It is a shallow. And it's very – And it just screams, eat me. Yes, even in the water. <laughs> Don't I mean, we all? Yes, you do. Um, so it was looked so good on the edge of that dirty, clean water. Just yeah. there and, and yeah, it just wasn't happening for us, whereas the guys who, who did the distance – and as we know, there was – they caught some beautiful fish. It was a strange weekend because some guys who are very, very, very handy fishermen didn't do well. It was just an unusual weekend. Yeah. And a lot of reports come back from that. Some blokes who don't fish very well up there at all done quite well. And um, and and then others who are really good um, failed. Yeah. Um, talking to Surfy through the week, he got five. Happy birthday, Ian, by the way, mate. I just Is saw that. Is it his that. birthday? It is Surfy's birthday. birthday. Surf? 
Yeah. Surf made the trip up to the flats on the second day. Yeah, well, he's in in that stealth, same boat as mine. So why not? Quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's doing eighty k. So yeah, yeah. He went. He did, he made the trip up on the second day to the flats and, and yep. had a good day. Um, seen a massive croc in in oh, did the, you in the little creek we were in. We're actually in there fishing away, and um, the the tournament has a camera crew. Wade and his crew. Yeah. Um, are up there to film and take photos and stuff like that. And they were in the creek as well. They, In between filming, they were having a fish and stuff like that. Cool. And there was this massive big croc on the mud way down from us, and they had the drone up and taking photos of it. It was a thumper. And then we went back up the creek, and we're fishing away, and, and I said to Chad, have a listen to that, you know, like bees or... Mm. I said, have a listen to those bees or march flies buzzing near us. It was the drone... Just sitting above us. Yeah, looking around trying to find out what it was. But very tough. Oh, you would have had to put your clothes back on. Well, I like fishing with nothing on. Yeah, that would have been awkward for Chatter getting caught. <laughs> Team nude. <laughs> Can't wait to see that on the Barabash video. I, mate, it, I should have done that. It would have made the video. Um, but it was tough for us, mate. I, I don't <laughs> mind admitting that. we um, That second day was just super frustrating. You go everywhere. And then we... The creek we were in the first... You know what would have made it more frustrating? And I don't care what you say because every human is the same. The whole time you're going to be like, well, I failed here, so I just hope some bastard hasn't got a 31. Oh, I don't That's worry. all you think about. I was. That's all I was worried. Of course. That's normal. About whether have got a bigger brim than me. I was disappointed that year I got that good Trevally and he was 50 and then another competitor got a barra. <laughs> That was like a Trevally. Uh, a Trevally that was like 47, but they bent the tail to make it like four or five centimetres. And when I saw the photos, I actually said to the committee, I said, that's not fair. If I bent my Trevally tail like that, it would have been 60. I but yes, that's, but it is yeah, what it is. It, I know. That's, I didn't like it. And the other people who saw it went, no, nah, that's wrong. But well, the, thought, whoever judged it, judged it. So. I always thought fork tail fish when you measure are to the inside of the four. Well, that's why they need to specify that before the tournament. Yeah, so I'd ha- and then paddle tail style fish obviously is to the outside of the paddle. Well, you can't you you can't um, change it. No. It is what it is there. Yeah, whereas a fork, you whereas can, a fork you can manipulate it. That's the word I was looking for. If, you can't manipulate it. If you if you paddle. caught if you caught a 1100 thread fin salmon with their fork tails, you could turn it into a 1300 long one if you stretch the tail out. Yeah. Um, I, one of the things we went back to our little creek we did all right um, on on the first day um, and there was three boats in there, none in there on the first day but three in there on the second day. So, you know, when you're drawing straws at the end <laughs> and you go, oh, where are we going to go? Let, let's just go back to where we were yep. yesterday. And went in there, oh, three boats all lined up along it. Went, See ya. Yep, turn around and back turn around. Went. Hey, I just um, got a message from Fran yeah. um, from Motor Marine. And she says, hi, Marty, listening to you on the show. It's a great show. Tony got onto some barra um, this week in the Morrissey's. So the biggest was 75. Also, lots of customers are saying that it's been a great week for barras as well. So, um, so our mate Tony got a few, Dad, and he's done really well there. In Morrissey's, it is firing at the moment. Beautiful creek. Yeah. Not yep. for me, though. It will how, be. How bad do I feel now that Tony can catch legal barrows? He might be a dark horse. Yeah, he's going all right. Remember, they went out the reef the other week and caught a few. Yeah. 
I said something wrong, something about the red throat or something, and uh, Fran corrected me through the week, slapped me on the back of my bald head. <laughs> Morning, Fran. Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll have a chat with uh, Gordo. Yeah, sounds uh, good. And uh, see what's happening. Down. Now, there is a consensus. A lot of our listeners are only just waking up again. Missed the whole last segment, because whatever you played, either half of them fell asleep, the other half started crying... The other half are looking for a quarter are looking for their dog. Unbelievable. Have about this one then, Marty. Have about this one. How's your English? Not very good at the moment. Okay, that is. <laughs> Have about this one. <laughs> Come on.
always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Soon, you'll be asked to help make an important decision by voting. A referendum will be held on whether to alter the Constitution to recognise the First Peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. All Australian citizens aged 18 and over must vote, and the government must act on what Australia decides. When you vote, your answer matters. Learn more at aec.gov.au. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the uh, 4K1G Fishing Show. What happened to Gordo, mate? Oh, he didn't answer, mate. We'll try him a little bit later on. Definitely. Hey, I was just... um. Got a message here from Dane Ramsey, uh, our uh, local BCT lad. Yeah. Um, now, what's Julia Creek as in um, – he's up at Hinchinbrook. Yeah. Julia Creek isn't firing this morning, put in an hour and a half around Benji Flats. Had a few follows by rats, but nothing wanted to eat them. So, but, but Julia Creek – I, I don't, don't know what Julia Creek is up channel. Everyone has. No. Oh, obviously, Julia Creek out west. We all know that. But the Julia Creek up I, – I, I haven't heard of – Julia Creek in the channel no. before, and I'm sure it's there, but um, yeah, yeah. So, um, he's strong this morning and it's blowing its backside yes. off already. Yep, um, I it's, have to ask you, you said earlier on in the show that your new apex hummingbird is coming, yes. Um, now explain to me why you went an apex and not the good old helix or solex or it's a good question but because down the track what obviously or? yeah yeah it's there's going to be a lot more that i want to do with it i want to um i want to use y cables and and be able to link basically in the back of of the the apex there's a whole lot more connections than what there is the helix and a couple more than what there is the solix it is applicable to do a lot more um the process board is super yeah. super quick yeah um the, the, there's always an age-old, um, not age-old, but there's a always reference about 
is Apex better than Solix picture-wise and everything? From yeah. what I've read, from, from look, at the end of the day, if you own Helix, you're going to say Helix is just as good as a Solix. If you own Solix, you can say it's better than Helix. And if you own Apex, you're going to say it's better than Solix. Because no one wants to pay the amount of money we do to say that there's another sounder that's better. It's just That's just human nature. Yeah. But from the pictures that I've seen and from what I've... Uh, the, the, there's no, <laughs> I mean, a Helix Four and a Solix and so forth. How crisp are they? Can, how, how much crisper how can, can you, you get? get? It better? Yeah, and um, look, the, the, for me, I think there is a slight difference, especially the blue water capabilities as well. That's where they go next level. The Apex, and you're like, well, it's in the barrow boat. What are you talking about? But you and I, we still go around the island. Oh, we still do. That still do all sorts of things. Thirty odd meters. Yeah, um, and definitely the the the, the GPS. Um, some still say the processor and GPS module is still a little bit slow. Um, and from what I've looked at, it's it's pretty up to speed. Yeah. And look, it's um I don't know. It's a a lot of it's just been a bit full of yourself too. You know. So I know. I'll Apex, be very I want interested one. when we do our Hinchinbrook trip. Yeah, that we've got to do before the season ends. Yeah, well, we, I can't we, get we've only in. got. Even Jason Masters messaged me the other night and said, "Do you want to come for a run up Hinchinbrook on Thursday?" Yeah, coming down from Cairns, and I just can't squeeze them in. It's the same with me and you trying to get up there. Yeah, we just haven't corresponded yet and, and done it. So um, we'll have to make that happen, and I have to make my fish with Jace happen because he's been asking me for two years. Eventually, he'll just go, "Oh, he's not doesn't want to fish with me." But, <laughs> but that's Jace. not the case. No, definitely not the case. No, it's just trying to correspond and get everything um, sorted. So. Yeah. A Dane just sent a message saying, Julie Creek, he said, oh, sorry, that's just what I've colloquially named it. You know how we've all got... Yeah, got our secret names. Yeah, yeah, and that's what he's named it. Because I'm like, oh, I don't know that one. <laughs> Where is it? Benji Flats somewhere, brother. Oh, good sneaky stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, that's the main reason from it. And, uh, look, there would be some logistics for it because it's bare. It's like 16 inches and so forth. And I've only got – my console, there's only so much area. Yeah. So I had to change what I was going to say then. So, yeah, it's – um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I said that about the boys with all their lives up the tournament. It's an extension? Yeah, no, I said to all the boys up at the tournament, I said, i got a special – announcement for all you guys running live and everything if you you got to promise not to get them out and use them around the blokes who haven't got the live and us blokes who haven't got live promise not to pull your pants down and show you what it's about so, <laughs> so no that had a good laugh but yeah it interests me why you went the apex when um you've had your solix uh your helix and you know, and i love the helix and i love the solix so, so good for you yeah yeah is the apex touch screen oh yes yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's touch screen and, and whatever else you want. So I, watch the cricket on it. So. Oh, yes, you can. Now here's Reese. I have owned them all, and the Apex Full HD screen is marginally better and won't disappear with the wear with wearing Polaroids. That's the main benefit. In his opinion. In my honest opinion, plus dual channel for inputs and traducers. Actual picture is only better due to the screen quality. Output data is the same from a Helix to an Apex. So, Well, there you go. That was interesting, though, with um, about... And probably uh, uh, my decision was persuaded a fair bit with Reese, with him to, running his and so forth. drop a 360 or live on it? Oh, of course. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. One step at a time. Yeah. So, um... And I don't know, I might put a live on at the end of the year or something like that. Uh, so I, and like we've always said, we haven't made a secret of it. I think I think the Hummingbird Live is crap oh, because yeah. we've we've been in boats that are running yeah. the competitions There's live. Changes coming. 
yeah, um, there is changes coming. We know now that there is changes coming. Um, might want to take I'm that one, Gaza. You're going to take it? Yeah. Hang in there, phone callers, and we'll get you. <laughs> morning fishing show. Good morning. Good morning. Chasing some numbers? Yes, please. Okay. What's your names? Courtney today, please. Beautiful. Sam, you are 54 and Miss Courtney will be 53. Sam's mum. Alright, thank you. Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Sam's mum. The the boy. There's a... um, Ryan at Hooked Apparel will be laughing now. Morning, Ryan, Brett. The boys. Yeah, why not? But, mate, it interests me why you went the Apex... Um, over uh, the the Helix and the Solex, so you know. Um, well, I could have gotten Apex and the, uh, a Solex or a bloody Helix, and then had money left over to go and buy my three sixty. Well, you ca- you won't be able to eat for all. Look, they are silly priced. They're out of you know they're the price of a small car. Yeah. Well, and, you know. Um, and that, I'm not saying because I can't afford it. I brought it, um, but it's my passion. Yeah. And that's that's the way I defend it. You know that Garmin have released a... Sorry, nine, kids. Sorry, no, Beck. A 19, 20 and a 22-inch screen in the States. Yeah. The Ridiculous. as big as a... T- well, the Apex comes in the 19 as well. That's massive for your boat. Yeah. Yeah, imagine the power you're going to be drawing on that. And remember, I've only got five metres of boat. I don't definitely... You know, and 12s have never let me down. So... No. But I am, no I, I'm looking forward to to putting the 16 on and having a bit of fun with it. See how it goes. It'll be interesting to see um, the screen, Yep. the features. I'm going to have to go and get that standalone battery and, and uh, battery housing kit and so forth so I can put it in. And somehow I'm going to find a way to fit into the back of my boat to fit the new battery and find somewhere to put it. Ugh. Yeah, more and more. Ugh. More and more room. More and more weight at the back of the boat. As it does. It'll, well, you get your batteries at a good price anyway, so it doesn't really matter for you, unlike the normal person. Hmm. <laughs> Have you, when are you going to change to lithium? Don't know. Don't know. It's, it's, um, the prices are coming down on lithium a little bit more. There's still a lot of things in the air. People who own lithium absolutely love them, and they are brilliant. You yeah. are, you've got lithium now. Yes. You absolutely love yours. Um, some of the battery guys that we see who come around who, you know, were the Exide reps, Century reps yep. and all of them, they're very nervous of lithium. They don't like them. Um, they've seen lots of dramas. Um, they're waiting for a, a tragedy with it or whatever. The fact of the matter is you, you, if you do get a fire, you're not putting it out. No. That's it. Your boat is going down. Well, I actually... So even with the lithium, which is yeah. like a foam powder um, extinguisher. And like I've, we've said on this show before, for your insurance purposes, guys and girls... Um, if you're running lithium, go get a lithium fire extinguisher because your insurance company, the first I've thing they're going to ask, the first thing they're going to ask is, do you have a lithium fire extinguisher if you're running lithiums? And if your boat burns down, the insurance company's going to look at it and they can find out exactly what batteries you're running. And you know what someone said to me also, we were talking about that. Also carry, and this sounded silly, but when I think about it, isn't, carry a set of big welding gloves in your boat. Oh, Definitely. That way you can grab your lithium battery. Throw it straight over the edge. Throw it straight over the side. Once it gets going, though, that's it. Yeah. So, interesting. That's it. I remember my um, Minn Kota just out of nowhere. It scared the crap out of me, and I was just on the outside of the harbour. And through the Anderson plug, it started, and it just went boom. It made a proper bang, and she 
I've still got the burn marks on the front bow of my boat, and um, slowly but surely over time that they're disappearing yeah. and buffing out. But um, um, yeah, that could have been know. a really really dangerous situation. And I actually put that out with salt water. Oh, it just ripped. Well, it was just, just normal fire. She had a bucket in the boat and threw the bucket straight over the top of it. But the electric was done. That was it. Cooked her. Cooked her. And that was pretty easy for insurance. I've seen a thing on social media during the week. Um, someone was videoing a electric car. Yes. And it had, there was a flame inside the car starting to get bigger. And the question was, what's this light on the dash mean? Asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> and it was starting to go up in flames. Electric cars are every bit of bad news. Yeah. Not bad news. I shouldn't say that, but... Um, there is so much we've done because obviously I do courses on electric cars yeah. and everything. And um, like one of the things, and, and some of our listeners, and uh, and like I say, the battery reps, without mentioning their names or anything, because the question always comes up, and we see all the time at all the electricals, the boys come in and the girls come in with their cruisers yeah. or whatever, and they say, oh, I, I want to run dual lithiums underneath my bonnet, and. The battery reps are telling the mechanics, that's a big no. You do that at your own peril because they're not made for that. It's going to get too hot. Too hot, It's you're asking for things to go wrong there. So they're still saying that. And like the cars that are running lithiums, like these electric cars and whatever, so forth, when you pop the the, um, bonnet on these vehicles and where they've got their banks of lithiums, they're... They've got their own cooling system. Yep. They've got their own fan systems that fan on the lithium batteries. And if that fan stops working, it just there's an alarm that comes through, just like if you're low oil. Yep. It works exactly the same way. So just keep that in mind, um, that, that, that they've got their own cooling systems. And that's what they're saying. They say, look, boys, if you're running lithium in the front of your boat, and it's underneath your hatch, yeah. and it's Christmas time here in in December, when it's average thirty seven degrees. That's meaning it's nearly yeah. ninety degrees underneath that cabin, I and think, you're running lithiums. I yeah. think we might. Gordo just tried ringing. No, okay. I'll ring him back in a sec. We'll go. We'll go to an ad break, and we'll give uh, Gordo a ring. Yeah. Um, and, and but will I put lithiums in my boat? Insane, all that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so because you know what? With all this, whether you want to call it scaremongering or so forth, have you? heard i mean when i say that my napa branch not mine but napa branch down south lithium battery caught fire in the warehouse yeah lost the whole branch the whole napa went down but even on all of my american sites and everything i haven't actually heard of a boat burning down yet with lithiums on board well so i everything's a big maybe it is and even on my camper trailer, yeah, they talk about putting lithium batteries in your camper trailer. But where my battery is in my camper trailer, I can't get at it unless the camper trailer is fully opened. Yeah. So if I have a fire under the floor, yeah, I can't get to my battery. And this is where we need to get Paulie from ALEC in and yeah. so forth because he will be able to tell us all about um, lithium batteries and what. I wonder if he runs lithium batteries or what yeah. his feel on it and everything. Now we've got a lot of mates now who are running lithium batteries and none of them have had a problem. No. And they're absolutely oh, no, incredible. Not, mate. It's, it's like everything, isn't it? Let's go to an ad break and when we come back we'll have a chat with Gordo from uh, Cleveland-based seafood. He just tried ringing us back and I pressed the wrong button. Typical. Yeah, you are doing that a bit. 
deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong. Built to last. Built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats. Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qr. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 999900. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Time to head down to Cleveland Bay Seafood and have a chat with Gordo. How are you, mate? Not bad, yourself? Fantastic, Good, mate. Fantastic, mate. Little bit of a break in the weather during the week, mate. Did the boys get out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting on one of them to come in now to unload. We'll have some beautiful fresh Spanish mackerel. Yes. A bit of fresh nanagai, uh, a bit of cold trout, red emperors and stuff like that. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. How bad's that weather been then? We get a tiny little window and then she's back up again. Oh, very much so. Yeah. No, it must drive your boys in, insane, the weather patterns we've been getting. Oh, well, it makes it very hard and very hard to control what's going on and everything like that as well yeah how uh how are the crabs going are they moving or they're still a little bit shy at the moment yeah still a little bit shy they're getting a few about but they're um, a bit hit and miss yep and of course being school holidays everyone's got extra pots out so yes yeah, yeah no that makes it, it yeah it is mate it is it does and the oysters are going good still nice and plump mate nice fat Juicy oysters, yeah. Well, they had that bad weather there about two weeks ago. Yep. And they've even got fatter, so... Is that because it stirs up all the sediment and they thrive on that type of environment? Very much so, and, and that's what they pull. Like, you got to remember, they're a filter feeder. Yep. So all the sediment that gets in it is goes straight into that oyster and they get fat. Ah, oh, beautiful. The, the fatter they are, the better they taste. Very much so. Yeah, how are the prawns going for you? Mate, there's a few prawns around. There's not a lot of red spot kingies around, but there's a, they've been catching great numbers of tigers up and down the coast. Yep. Yeah, nice, so mate. Quite nice. Do, do, when's their close season for the prawning? They still have their close season? 15th of December to the 1st of March is when they'll close. Yep. 
And we've got to remember the mackerel closures are coming up shortly, so and the reef closures and everything else. Yeah, yeah that's when it's going to be five to ten all week. Yeah, it is, mate. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong there, Gordo. It uh, it always seems that way. Yeah, mate. Yeah, how yeah, are you going with uh, Yeah, how how are you going with the um, bags of crumbed fish? Mate, they're still kicking around, so we got them at sixteen dollars for a little bag. Which goes quite nice. It does, mate. It's beautiful. All right, mate. We won't hold you up because I rang you before and you were busy. I reckon you're flat out today. Oh, yeah. We're trying to be, but, yeah, <laughs> just doing bits and pieces and catching up on everything. Good stuff. All right, Gordo. What time are you open till today? Five o'clock today and three o'clock tomorrow. Awesome, mate. And we'll talk to you next Saturday. You have a nice weekend. Thanks, Gordo. You too. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. There's Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafood. Head your way down there. And get yourself some beautiful seafood, as always. Right next door to our show sponsors at Tackle World. Tackle World, get in there. And we mentioned about we're giving away a packet of um, Bite Me Lures. Bite Me Lures. These are crackers. You're going to love them. If you miss out on them, uh, the gang at Tackle World have them hanging on the shelf. So so, uh, do yourself a favour. I'll tell you what they And we will talk to Russ next week. I'll tell you what they do have in Tackle World behind the counter is a new range of um, handcrafted timbers. Oh, are they not beautiful? They are so nice. So anyone oh, who likes gorgeous um, lures. lures, whether to cast or collect, um, just uh, cast your eye on those at Tackle World. They, they are, are beautiful. Lovely. Really, really good things. And also, don't forget, um, uh, what was I going to say? The, uh, the new Frankensteins from Adam Finlay and, and Gimp Lure Boys are going in tomorrow. There's a whole range of Frankensteins. They are – there's no – I can see why they named them Frankenstein's because they're an ugly-looking lure. For me, they're not appealing to you, Gaz. I love them. I think they are going to kick butt. Well, they, yes, they probably will, mate. So, it's just um, aesthetically. Aesthetically? Good word. Do you like that? They're yeah. just... Um, no, I like them. Frankenstein's. And I can't wait to throw one around in the lights and see if the mungies eat them, especially when it's presented in front of one that I sight fish. And don't forget um, Adrian Sticks and Wood, um, fantastic timber lures, and his surface lures are second to none. So get hold of, uh, look up Sticks and Wood on Facebook page and give Adrian a call and he'll look, at that, look after you. As so. they do. Let's go to a song and, and an ad break, and when we come back... Uh, it's time to give away some prezzies because you have to get away. Um, I'm selling a boat. Selling a boat. So you've got to get away. To see a man about a dog, apparently. Right on time today. What is that saying? I don't know. You know I, I think Dad used to use it when he used to have to go for a peek. Well, to here, see a man about a dog. Well, here's one for you. I was watching a metal detecting video during the week. Talk to me. And this guy was metal detecting, finding all the crap under the sun, bits of wire and stuff like that. Hmm. And he found the top of a bottle with a bit of wire still on it, an old bottle over 100 years old, Hmm. and it was just the top of the bottle. Right. And he said, this is where the saying, knock the top off it, comes from. (laughs) Back in the... This is true. I did laugh when he said this. They used to get their knife slide it along the bottle and knock the top off the bottle. So there you go. I Same learnt... thing you and Chatter did in the creek last week. <laughs> I learnt something new. Knock the top off it. <laughs> I learnt something, but that's 100% percent they will teach that drone for coming into your yeah. creek. <laughs> that, that, uh, I learnt something uh, new that day when I was watching that video. Yeah, well, that's where it come from. There you and go. He, and the funny thing about it, he actually found the top of the bottle and he found a bit of the broken bottle the neck and you could actually see where he'd knocked the top off it. So very, very interesting.
Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Marty. <laughs> Let's go to a song and get out of here. Quarter value. Target acquired. Take a picture. Engage. I was fishing, he was wishing we were kissing. to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four-star and above washing machines from $544. Four-star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four-star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. 
station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 999 900. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. I've got a, a, a joke sent to me. Oh. What does Marty and Reese have in common? I don't know, Gary. One went to the Barabash and one didn't, and both didn't catch any fish. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Up there in Cairns. You idiot. Oh, no. That's, that's not even funny. No, that, well, Reese will be going, wait until he sees that. I'm never mentioning Hooked Apparel on this show again. That's <laughs> the last time Hooked Apparel gets mentioned oh, about their rog sleeves, their fantastic lures, their stuff. tackle boxes. That's it for Hooked Apparel. Good stuff. No, it was good to see the boys. Get hold of the boys. They do some oh, really, really good stuff. Mate, he gave it to Reese for the whole weekend, so it was good. Well, work. we went for a whole show without mentioning Reese got a complete two bar a donut. Nothing, no barras for the whole tournament after winning the tournaments a couple of years consecutive. The whole time we went through it, and then Ryan sends that. I know. I'm not getting involved. We hadn't mentioned that. I'm not getting involved. We didn't mention that Reese Bullymore caught nothing. Donutted the tournament. Did we mention that? I'm not getting involved, sorry. I'm, I'm brim fisherman. What are we giving away, Marty? <laughs> You're a soft. What are we giving away? Person. Good morning, Reese. You're awesome, buddy. <laughs> do, you want, do you want a donut with that coffee? <laughs> no, thanks. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what, are we giving away? what are we giving away before you get yourself into trouble? Okay, you tell me. You're in that. You're let's in give, charge. Let's give the Yeti away. That A uh, limited edition signed Yeti cop sign inscribed with the Barabash... 2023, thanks to Stab. And there's the a cooler in it. Ah, oh, there's a stubby holder in there too. It's a great little prize. From, uh, so, yeah, Yeti to give away. So, uh, thanks to Stab and the Gang right. at the Game Fishing Club Barabash for that to give away. That's an absolute ripper of a prize. Number 73. 73, and that is. I've lost my numbers. Here it is. Marbles. Jump on the phones, Jeff. You've won yourself this awesome Yeti coffee mug. Oh, I suppose you could put rum in it, whatever you like. Yeah, because uh, that's awesome. what's going in it for me. Not rum anymore. What coke? JD now. Oh, what a your what a what a what? what? No, I'm not saying that. I was going to say something then. Morning fishing show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Jeff Neal. Hey Jeff, how you going, buddy? You've picked up that awesome Yeti coffee mug there with the uh, Barabash insignia inscribed on it. Oh, wonderful! That'll you'll be able to use that when you're out fishing with tow. Oh, definitely, yeah. I'm a coffee drinker, Toby. Not into coke. <laughs> oh, well, all good, mate. He'll he'll have to watch you with his with your new awesome Yeti. That'll be uh, yeah. you. You'll be able to pick that up uh, from Tackle World anytime after this morning. And speaking of you guys, you guys have been going well on the fish over the last week. 
Yeah, yeah. I only went a couple of times. Toby's done a lot of fishing this week, and he's been nailing them, yeah. Is he, he bait fishing for him, Jeff, or he's throwing a few uh, lures as well, a bit of both? One day, he ba- one day he bait fished and mostly lures, yeah. No, he's been going well, mate. I've been stalking his Facebook, so no, he's been going very, very well. Yeah, he's a fisher holic. <laughs> he is, mate. He needs to get a real job or something. He's always out yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Jeff. I'll drop that off at Tackle World for you. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. No problem. See you, mate. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. See There's you. Jeff picks up that awesome Yeti. Thanks to Matho and Wade and Stav and Reese, all the boys. Yeah. The Game Fishing Club and the Barrow Good on Committee. Righto, Marty. What do we want to give away now? Up to you, mate. How many prizes we got today? We've got three today. We've got our right. normal. We've got our Port of Townsville bag. And we've got that uh, oh, packet I, of Bite Me's in it too. I actually think I dropped the Mako's eyewear cap in the yeti bag as well let me just check i'm pretty sure i did oh rip me ear off yeah i dropped them you've clean knocked the top off that i told you yeah there's a mako (laughs) jeff jeff toby can have the mako cap that's in the uh in the bag with the yeti as well yeah well that is a hundred dollar bag there's a hundred dollar bag we've got the uh port of townsville bag to give away it's got sunscreen drink bottles stubby holders we've got a packet of bite me lures in there so yeah. an awesome prize so let's give the port bag away marty number 87 and that is mick mick jump on the phones mick you've won yourself this awesome bag from townsville port authority uh that's got a awesome packet of bite me lures which are available at tackle world if you want to pick some up yeah um so gee yeah. they're well made and if you're uh, down bowen way um call into the tackle world store down in bowen uh young cody's purchased that in the last couple of months so stick your head in there and say good day to cody um buy some gear off him down there at the tackle world in bowen good young fella so beautiful so, yeah, jump on the phones, Mick. You've got what number? 83. 87. 87. Don't confuse things. Jump on the phones, Mick. Number 87. You've won this awesome bag from the port of Townsville. Um, great bag. And, and remember um, what Tim was saying this morning from the port. We are redrawing, by the way. No, we're not. Yeah, we um, are. What Tim from the port was saying that um, with a little bit of lumpier weather, the dredge will be at the western side of the um, port entrance. So just be a little bit careful. Whew! Just in time. Yeah, that always works, Marty. That always works. Morning fishing show. Hey, guys, there you go, mate. It's Mick. Hey, Mick, how are you, bud? Good, mate. Good. You won the. Sorry. You won the bag. The yeah, good's that, mate. Not bad for you. When did you go fishing last? Uh, two weeks ago, I think we got out, mate. It was did, a bit rough, but did you yeah, outfish him? Did you outfish him? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't go out with him, mate. Took the missus and her daughter out. Oh, good stuff. Why yeah. is he getting sick of you out fishing him when you go out? I'm not allowed anymore, mate. In his boat, he's sick of me. <laughs> Why you drink <laughs> no, all his good. beers on him? Yeah, you know it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mick, we'll drop yeah. the, we'll drop this off at Tackle World. Same drill, buddy. Good on you guys. You have a great weekend, eh? Good show. Keep it up. Thanks, Thanks mate. mate. Catch up with you. See you, bud. See you, fellas. Will do, mate. All right. Bye, mate. Bye, bye. There's Mick. Picked up a uh, awesome bag of soft plastic, some sunscreen, a drink bottle. Beautiful. Um, bits and pieces in there. Yeah. So, great product. One free pass to fish anywhere you want in the harbour. 24 hours. Well, I'll ring Tim about that. Um, it's there. $50 Cleveland Bay seafood voucher. Kirsty, Gordon and the gang. 
as we always say, head down to uh, Cleveland Bay Seafood, grab your prawns, your oysters, and whatever you need, and then duck next door and grab your fishing gear. Nom, 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 nom. I was at the seafood night last night at the Palm Restaurant. How, how much your guts? It was awful. Mate, they had the seafood night at the Barabash last week, um, and they had prawns and oysters that they yeah. put on, and I ate probably two and a half dozen oysters. Yeah. And... Um, and a heap of prawns. There was that many prawns left over, and I did such a good job that they gave me a bag, two kilo bag of prawns to bring home. Oh, how brown! You, you didn't it. drop one of them up to me. No, how brown nosy was I? Uh, another high number nine zero ninety. Ninety, number ninety. Who was that, Marty? Grant. 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 Oh, trying to be snobby, are we? Grant, jump on the phone. Grant, you've won yourself the fifty dollar. Seafood. I beg out. your pardon. I don't think that's called for. Gary. There he is, speed dialer. Morning fishing show. Oh, what are you done? Morning fishing show. Oh, hang on. Oh, I've hung up on him. Oh, well he misses out now. No, he doesn't. That's it. Morning oh. fishing show. Well, oh, ring me back, Grant. I botched it. Grant. Grant. Bring us back, Grant. You've won yourself the uh, $50. Go and see how you go this time. Oh, you know me, mate. You been doing that long? Nah, nah. Morning fishing show. Yeah, Gary, Grant, how you going, mate? Hey, good, Grant. I got it this time, mate. I hung up on you on the first time. <laughs> hey, yeah, mate, you've been. picked you your... one of his mates called out. Oh, hang on, Marty. I slid your slider right down. Go for it now. No, I don't want to talk no more. Grant, you've won yourself $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood voucher courtesy of Gordo and the gang down there, and that will be dropped off at Cleveland Bay Seafood, not at Tackle World. So just step next door and pick that up. Right, I might. Yeah, it'd be great to get some prawns, yeah. Yeah, mate. It'll be uh, sit back and watch the Broncos play the Warriors this yeah. afternoon. Oh, and while, while, while we've got you, this isn't that you, Grant, or anything, we're going to hold the vouchers now for two months only because there's a heap there for some reason for people who win $50 seafood vouchers to don't go in and collect them. So um, there's some that went back to March. Which is yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I had one there before. It was a couple of months off. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah yep. Don't forget to get in there. Get in there, guys. Pick them up. Awesome. Okay. Good on you, Grant. Thanks, mate. Thanks, buddy. See you, mate. Bye, bye. Yeah, that's a good point, Marty. If you uh, do win a seafood voucher, I know the girls up at McNaid. It's a little bit of time for them to get into town. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're local and you do win a voucher, yeah. just duck in there. Well, all the vouchers go on a clipboard. And the, the young cool. lady said to me last week, she goes, Look at all these vouchers. And there's like nine of them there and going back to to March. And I'm like, No, we're not well, keeping that. Well, I might that. pretend to be Roger. I know. I'm, I'm Roger. I'm here to get me $50 seafood voucher. Oh, but for, I don't know. But if I want a $50 voucher, I'm in there. Me too. I'm smashing I'm it. I'm sleeping on the door. Yeah. Hey, Marty, that's it uh, for us today. An Whew. awesome show. Went Thank right you, buddy. Through, um, covered a heap of uh, stuff over the, over the day. We covered your brim. Well, that's I, it. And your brim and your brim. I could have spoke more about it. And if, if you're listening... And we will. If you're listening, Greg, I didn't mention my 53-centimetre jack once because I'm a brim king now. Marty, you have a nice weekend. Um, I've been, got nothing. No, no. 
I'll go and sit amongst all my prizes I won last week. You're damn right. Good um, job, Gazza. Everyone, have a safe weekend, a nice weekend um, on the water if you get out, a safe weekend on the roads if you are out and about, because we know uh, how challenging it can be at times driving along these highways. So be safe on those. Um, have a nice weekend, everyone. We'll catch you all next week when we have a little bit more fun mm-hmm. on our show.